Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, guys? Before we get this going, we want to tell you about a company we're working with called Hemp Lucid. Hemp Lucid are supporters of this show. They provide full-spectrum CBD products in various forms like tinctures, topicals, edibles, and more. These health products interact with your body's endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for regulating many processes in your body, including your immune response, sleep, mood, and even pain. So there's many reasons to try CBD oil. So if you didn't know already, this company is producing some of the highest quality CBD products out there. And patriots all over this great country of ours are trying it and loving it. You can try Hemplucid today at Hemplucid.com and get 20% off at checkout with discount code PARDON. That's Hemplucid.com and get 20% off with the discount code PARDON. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon my American. Greg, what's happening, man? What is going on, everybody? It's been exciting. It is, yes. Chris, how's it going? What's happening, fellas? Well, there's a lot going on in this world. Yep. It is a crazy, crazy time to be alive. Yeah, touched on some of that last week. Yes. And uh, so we have a great show, but before we get started, everybody, pardonmyamerican.com. Yep. Uh, we have, you know, we've been banned on certain things yep. here and there. So if, if all else fails, go to pardonmyamerican.com. That's where you can find all of our information, all of our videos. Still on YouTube, still on Instagram, and uh, thank you, Patreons, for everything that you do to continue the support. Absolutely. It helps a lot. Yes, indeedy. Yeah. So, without further ado, we have a spectacular guest today, and Jay Dyer, and yep. he he has a lot of videos about the Great Reset, and some of them are going viral. For sure. And so, we wanted to have him on the show to kind of explain what the great, or the great Reset is, go into detail about it, where it came from, what does it mean? And yep. what are we? What should we be preparing ourselves for? It's scary as hell, dude. It is. It's really scary. It is. So, without further ado, Jay Dyer, welcome to the show. What's up, man? What's up, dudes? What is going I on? Came, I came here to cuss. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we did inform you that you are allowed to do so. So, hallelujah. <laughs> By all means, have at it. So, I'm, yeah, I'm rated R, dude. Well, hey, thanks for joining the show. I'm a big fan Shit. of your work. I've seen you on. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Poop. Shit. Oh my god, he's getting scatological. I like, uh, the, I like well, the poop. That's this one's <laughs> already banned. He said poop. Yep. Oh god, yeah. yeah. That's uh, the we're word. Off, we're off YouTube and blacklisted. So I'm a big fan of your work. Uh, for those who are not uh, familiar with you and what you do, explain what you're, what you've been doing. What's what your kind of expertise is and what you're kind of into right now. You know, you know what I mean. Right. So. Um, basically, basically, <laughs> I, I was uh, doing a lot of movie reviews many years ago, and I was doing my grad work on Bond films and James Bond and Cold War stuff. And I started 
doing podcasts about movies and how movies have a lot of, you know, uh, programming and psychological warfare. And then I um, expanded, did a book, uh, did a TV show based on the book. And then I just started doing all kinds of other things. Uh, it just all snowballed. So I, I do debates, theological debates. I've debated some of the top atheists, uh, the top Muslims. Um, I do geopolitical commentary. I've been hosting the fourth hour of Al Jones show. If you're familiar with that person, there we are, yeah. some people may have heard of Mr. Al Jones. <laughs> yep. Mr. Al Jones. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. Alex oh, yeah. Jones for sure. Yeah. We're going to get banned. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to avoid the algorithm. Picking up, uh, <laughs> no, we don't care, dude. It's all good. Sal Jones. There you go. There you go. Um, and anyway, so, uh, yes. And then, uh, I've been covering what I call the, uh, global elite book series. So basically I went through about 50 now, I think of the, uh, writings of the top elite of the last century, more or less. And that has culminated in a fairly, fairly popular uh, lecture series that, uh, people subscribe to, so they get part one and part two. So I do all of that stuff. And then I, I do a lot of ridiculous kind of wannabe comedy stuff too. So that's what I do. And, and cuss words, right? You, you curse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's excellent, dude. So the great reset, you, you had a special, you had your last hour on the Alex Jones show. That's kind of gone viral, right? I mean, that episode, I don't know how many plays that's gotten, but I was sucked in immediately because you are, you know, a lot about the great reset. You have a lot of great knowledge about it. Um, so what exactly is the great reset? Well, the weird thing was that uh, I covered it four months ago and uh, it got a decent amount of traffic, maybe 30 or 40,000 views. It wasn't really viral or anything, but um, and I just basically went from uh, Klaus's own book. Right. So that was one of the books I included in my elite book series was Klaus's book, Fourth Industrial Revolution. And uh, he basically just sets out everything that we're seeing roll out now. Now, he wrote that two years ago, so it's a little. Uh, a little behind, but I mean, it's prophetic because you could see that, that all of what we're seeing was pretty much planned out. I don't think there's much debate about it if you actually read the book. So I just went through all the chapters and it's a quick read, easy read. He just says, yeah, you're going to get uh, uh, basically no private property. Uh, everything's going to be owned by central corporate state. Uh, it's all going to be loaned to you, what they call the circular economy, which is Basically, you're just going to be the bitch of the corporations and you're going to like it. Klaus even says that. He just basically gaslights everybody. He says, you will own nothing. You will like it. You'll be happy. Yeah. So yeah, who, that's who? what we're looking at here is uh, it has a mix of communism, fascism, mm -hmm. uh, democracy, worst aspects of democracy. And I mean, it's like all of these, the worst aspects of these systems kind of rolled up into one big garbage bundle and shoved down your throat. So uh, the recent year, the recent events of this year, they provide really the perfect pretext. And Klaus more or less has come out and said that. He said it's not really an existential threat, what we're going through, but it's the perfect excuse to uh, put all this into play. World Economic Forum actually had a video that, that itself went viral recently from 2016. And it was just a, I don't know, a two minute clip that had about eight points. I got to count my. How do I do it? Uh, eight, eight points uh, from what they, they plan to do in the near future by 2030, 2050, which is to bring in a global system where everything is tracked and traced. 
Uh, everything is loaned. Uh, you, there are no borders, basically. Uh, it's all a, a global AI-run system, and it's, it's all right there in that two-minute video. They actually deleted that because it was so revelatory yeah. and was going viral. But then I did another, as you, as you mentioned, I did a different separate show uh, when Alex asked me to come back the other day. And I did a, another treatment breaking down that video and Klaus's book. And I don't know if it went viral, but it got, I don't know, 70,000 views. But then I, I was invited down there to protest. And then, uh, you know, that that got uh, 40 or 50,000 views on Twitter. So they're, they're decent amounts of views, but uh, not not necessarily viral. But uh, I'm just breaking down, you know, what, what they say. That's the, the big yeah. thing here is that I'm not a conspiracy theorist if I'm literally just breaking down, you know, 50 books from the elite. So why are, do you think that this is going to be something that spreads and people are actually going to know what's going on? Because with that video being removed, there's been different uh, podcasts that we follow that have talked about this. They kind of brought up the video, uh, the 2030 agenda. Um, mm-hmm. But when you're on Instagram and we follow a lot of people, too, you don't see that being talked about that much. Like you, you kind of hear the rumblings of it. But how do we get that exposed more so people understand who maybe don't pay attention? Like Like this is. Pretty scary stuff, man. When you really break it down, this is I know. life. Like, I mean, it's it's a new world, basically. Well, that's what Klaus says: is that it's a complete rewrite of everything, uh, and hence the term "great reset." It's getting rid of all of the ways that things operated previously, and that's why they even say, uh, you know, you're going to have to understand that everything that you thought was the way things are is going away, and it's a new, it's a neo feudalism, neo feudal model. It's uh, entering into a completely um, heavy-handed top-down social credit model. I mean, all of the worst aspects of the dystopian novels, really, that's what they want to bring in. And, and they're very candid about it now. I think they feel like they can uncloak. They can come out. Uh, they've, they've attained a level of power where they feel like, from their mind, I'm not saying this is true, but they feel like the people are not going to resist. And so they will just openly say and and it's a form of gaslighting to do that too to, to just openly say what you're doing as this at the same time as the new york times and these other places said there's no such thing as a great reset so even though there's a world economic forum and they have podcasts with the prince charles and all these global elites saying we're going to use this and we're going to put bring in a great reset global system the mainstream media will gaslight people and say no there's no such thing it doesn't exist yeah, that sounds like Antifa. Well, <laughs> yes, exactly, right? Yeah. What riots? <laughs> yeah. Um, isn't that part of the occult system that they have to like somewhat come out and admit what they're doing? And that way it's kind of admitting and you give people some sort of premonition of what's going to happen. Hmm. I, I don't know. I've heard that. I don't know if that's like a, a legit thing or not, but. I don't know. I mean, there are there are occult ideologies that would call that maybe lesser magic and that would see that as a way to kind of, uh, you know, put a spell on people, definitely. Um, But if you want a simpler way to understand it, it's psychological warfare. It's a way to condition people and basically put up middle fingers in their face and say, you know, it's, it's the same way that an abuser operates in a relationship where an abuser does things you know, right in somebody's face and, you know, mm-hmm. sits there and say, I'm not flipping you off. What are you talking about? I'm not flipping you off. Yeah. Fuck so you for you... saying I'm flipping you off. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's gaslighting. And that's literally the psychology, I think, uh, from, you know, the psyops people, the high level, uh, you know, psychological warfare uh, students will know that, 
you know, there's a lot of different tactics and techniques that can, you can use to manipulate the public. I mean, the CIA has been studying that kind of uh, large scale operation work for decades. So, you know, the, the, the media itself is really just a, a gigantic psychological operation on the public. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's one reason that they, they just come out and say it is to just kind of screw people over. Yep. So do you like how many people in the world, like world leaders, do you think would be or are right now involved with this kind of thing? I mean, I've heard, you know, Justin Trudeau talking about some stuff with the 2030. It's kind of weird that Biden talks about the bring back better and that's being used in Europe and other places as well. Like, is this something that they've been discussing as a group? I mean, like, do you think a lot of people are involved and how do you get how do you take control over all these people? I mean, I guess it's easy because they're doing the mass thing right now, right? But yeah. do you think it's possible that this could actually be implemented in the long run? It's it's being implemented. Well, it's I mean, I'm talking being, about full it's on. It's been being implemented for uh, decades. I mean, uh, everything that we've seen happening in terms of like the internet, that's all part of it. You could, how can you have uh, everything tracked and traced without the infrastructure there to do it? So you need the internet, you need the satellite systems, you need microchips, you need the internet of things, you need 5G, all the stuff that Klaus lists in his book. I mean, uh, yeah, and that's one reason I did the, the Global Elite book series is to look at the top elite planners, the social engineers, the strategists of the last hundred years, people like Brzezinski, people like David Rockefeller, people like Henry Kissinger, people like uh, Miles Copeland from the CIA, people like Bertrand Russell from people from the Royal Society. I mean, they're, they're very open, very candid in their books. And so it's not even in question whether this exists, uh, whether it is a coordinated plan. It's very in the open. It's just people don't know this. They don't go and read these books. Uh, that's what people, I, basically I'm a nerd that people pay to do their homework. Like I do your homework for you and I tell you what's going on and then you can choose to believe it or not. <laughs> but I mean, everything is, is you know, uh, heavily sourced in what we do here on my end. And that's the proof that it's a coordinated plan and that they're rolling it out is that everything that they wrote of a hundred years ago, uh, they're rolling out. I mean, you could look at uh, uh, HG Wells, the, the, the psychological warfare expert of his day. Um, he did a lot of uh, military uh, campaign uh, psychological warfare against the Huns, against the, uh, the, he invented this kind of image of the barbarian and, and war posters and this kind of stuff. And then he wrote all that science fiction, which was also part of the psychological warfare, too. So people haven't most of the time read his nonfiction works like uh, The Open Conspiracy or New World Order. And he's very candid in there. He's like, yeah, we're going to bring in a socialistic, technocratic world government. You'll have social credits. Uh, it'll be totally controlled by uh, tech elites. Uh, you won't have private property. I mean, he said that 100 years ago. So he said they're going to bring it in. I mean, he was part of the elite. They're bringing it in. So, I mean... I could list you, you know, dozens of books from the elite that, that talk about this. So whether it's a conspiracy is not in question, but rather uh, who the players are, you can debate some of that. But I don't think that, it, you know, when, when we talk about world leaders, typically we think of presidents. Yeah, There's people way above presidents that are controlling. This is like steering committees. This is billionaires. This is people, you know, who go to Davos, people who go to Bilderberg, people who go to, uh, you know, um, trilateral commission meetings uh that that's who we're talking about here is people at that level have you ever gotten any threats or anything i mean are you you're safe right because this is a lot of exposure to high level corruption and i don't know if it's it, like what kind of security is needed to explore these types of topics because i mean we we dabble in 
you know, some sort of like joking around and, you know, the what ifs. But you're looking at actual documented proof, like you were saying, it's documented in these books and it's what they are saying. And so there is proof that this is actually coming to fruition and it's what their plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any worry that this is kind of like a dangerous operation? Well, uh, we're all in danger. So it's yeah. not uh, me. It's actually, this is going to be you. It's going to be all of us. We're all going to be under a, a technocratic social credit system. Uh, so yeah. it's not like, oh, I'll be, you know, cool. Cause I won't talk. I'm not talking about you guys, but yeah. you know, it's like, you know, well, if I don't talk about it, I'll be cool. I'll just hunker down and it'll, it'll pass me. No, no, no. This is for every human being on the planet uh, yep. because every human being on the planet is a uh, carbon based life form that is, violating the carbon limits right they want a, a tax on life so if you're alive then you're part of that i mean so it's, it doesn't and, and and if you have uh biological processes if you have a wee wee yeah. then you're mm-hmm. part of this problem too from their perspective because you have the potential to create offspring they don't want you to have offspring so uh, do you have a PP? Then you're part of the problem. <laughs> there you go. I'm serious. You think yeah. I'm, I'm not? I'm not joking. They, they say that. So I mean, they don't say it in that word, but uh, they don't say the, the naughty words. But yes. you said I could say the naughty words on this. Podcast, That's true. But, yes, PP is pretty. PP is allowed. Um, <laughs> but in terms of me personally, uh, I've never had any uh, explicit dangers per se. I mean, okay. The, the thing about what I cover, I think uh, if you look at people that have that have had. Uh, unfortunate incidents happen to them or have been off. It's usually people who get a hold of um, classified information or dirt on some, you know, powerful person. And all I do is cover the public books. Uh, And I think that a lot of people, uh, you know, they maybe they have a hard time believing that, well, they wouldn't write all their stuff in a book because then everybody know about it. Well, people don't read, dude. (laughs) I mean, Literally, are, people don't read books. books, or if they're they read, books. they read like you know Fabio books with Fabio on the covers. Oh yeah, like what's that. wrong with they Fabio? Read, they read Oprah's <laughs> list, right? They don't read yeah. the stuff that I read. So, yeah. um, and most of the elite write books for the other elite. So, I don't. I mean, there's not a whole lot of danger in terms of if you're covering public material, except that now we're entering a phase where you can't even cover public material. They're actually moving on to censoring even main even mainstream news is censored now. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you feel like, I mean, kind of to go off my last question, which I realized was not worded probably the best, but is there a way to overturn this or is this just kind of like destined to go about? I mean, how, how do we as a society or people with PPs, how do we change the trajectory that they've been setting for 100 years? I mean, I, I don't want to think that it's all just like doom and gloom, you know. So what can we do, do you think, that could maybe change the outcome of this? Besides, you know, having the awakening that people are having and kind of opening their eyes more. Do you have any suggestions or I mean, what do you think could happen? Well, I mean, I have, I have a religious perspective that I come from. So I, I'm an Orthodox Christian and I defend that view and I do a lot of debates and I promote that as you know the main kind of healing source way to uh, you know, find a solace and uh, escape, you could yeah. say, uh, not not in a sense of like escapism, but escape from the the emptiness of, of pure politics i think i don't think political solutions are the answer and that would not say we can't do or shouldn't do politics i think that we should be uh, engaged uh, to some degree but uh it's not ultimately a political problem it's a spiritual problem it's a global ancient problem that ban has in terms of uh 
fighting against his enemy, the devil. So I think the devil is uh, who's ultimately behind this. This is real. That's really the only rational explanation of how something could be coordinated uh, across uh, across all countries, continents, and centuries. Uh, I don't think humans have the ability to really do that. But it does make sense if this is a spiritual problem and we're dealing with you know principalities and powers in high places, as Paul says in Ephesians six. So we're dealing with wickedness and wicked people who serve wickedness uh, at high levels of power. And so for me, I'm not worried in the long run because I know that ultimately you know, the scriptures already kind of have this laid out, but that doesn't mean we, you know, we're supposed to just give up and go chill. I mean, we got We have to be out and we have to be doing our duty. I hear you. Yeah. So that video that you were talking about, the world economic forum had out 2016 and they just deleted it off their Twitter account. Um, we went through that in our last episode, and oh, okay. there was a uh, there was a clip in there where they were talking about not eating meat. Why do right. they have such a fascination with not eating meat? Now we we have some of our own theories about making you weaker, as far as like not a, you don't have a protein source, your yeah, body's not as strong. But what is what is some alternate ways of why they want to remove meat from our diet? Yeah, that's a great point. A lot of uh, there's, there's multiple uses for that. And uh, shout out to my boy, Tristan, Primal Edge Health. He and I have done a lot of uh, shows that cover this topic over the last couple of years. And, and he's a big carnivore keto guy. So he, he actually got me into that stuff. I was, I was aware of the you know attack on our diet through GMO and that kind of stuff that the elites do that. But Tristan really you know, took my understanding of that stuff to the next level. And I, I delved deeper into the history of using diet for psychological warfare and well, warfare actually. So you can go all the way back to Plato. I remember in, when I was studying the Republic, Plato talks about uh, giving the masses grain. He says, don't give them meat because it makes them virile and it makes them strong. So you can kind of keep them weak and mm-hmm. <laughs> emaciated and uh, the little PP people, right? Yeah, so there you go. Uh, we don't want big PP. We want little PP people no, running around so small. that they don't make babies basically. And that's what Plato says. Plato was actually a, a eugenicist who did not want too many people because he thought like Gaia would tip over or something. He just thought it was, it was imbalance. It was, it would create an imbalance. And you can find the same strategy all the way up into the British Empire and Malthus. Malthus has, you know, treatises where he talks about uh, this, uh, you know, this is an obvious aspect of warfare, poisoning people's food. This kind of stuff has gone on for centuries, millennia. And the the elite, for example, there's a whole section in mm, Charles Galton Darwin's book, The Next Million Years, where he covers the attack through diet. He says that the elite will have to uh, change everybody's diet. Uh, Bertrand Russell says the same thing. He says that you all will be eating fake meat and the elite will be eating meat meat. So uh, get your spam or actually spam is still meat, but uh, the shit burgers, right? Uh, Bill Gates is actually, Bill Gates is, is invested in shit burgers. Yep. So uh, that's taking human feces and making fake meat. So it sounds delectable. I mean, there's nothing more, nutritious to a human being than actual meat and meat fat. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that difficult that if you're an elitist who wants to basically use every possible form of warfare against your enemy, your, your opponent, that being the public, obviously diet is one of the key things to go for. That's, that's like, that's fucked up, man. That's like a slap in the face, making you eat your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's cannibalism, but I mean, it's like, no. uh, it's a step below cannibalism. You're eating your own filth. 
That's, <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. There's man. a great, uh, speaking of Tristan, uh, there, there's a great uh, thing that he always links to. Uh, it's called Lord Birkenhead. And Lord Birkenhead had an uh, an essay in Cosmopolitan. He was one of the uh, Royal Society elites all the way back in 19... Well, it's the article is called uh, Save This for Your Children's Children 100 Years from Now by Lord Birkenhead. And it's, I can't see the date, but it's Cosmopolitan Magazine. And you'll notice the woman is on there like that. And if you scroll down to his actual article, you can read it where, you know, a hundred or so years ago, he wrote about how oh, there, there you go. You, how they would uh, buy our day or around our day, they would be growing humans in test tubes. They would be controlling diet, controlling every aspect of society and mainly controlling population. That's just one example amongst many. And that, let's see, it's February 1929 is when he wrote yeah. that. So he is one of many examples of the elite around that time. I'll just talk to the other people did the exact same thing where if you read Brave New World, it's it's a uh, plan. It's not, it's not a uh, fiction novel. So that sounds cool. like Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that you've said that we've been reading about, it just sounds like some fake movie, you know, with Tom Cruise or something. And this is something that's been implemented by Hollywood, right? I mean, they've been putting this stuff out and kind of getting us used to these ideas of what the future could be like and people are soaking it up, you know? How much do they have? Well, it's not an accident that the world's uh, top uh, propagandist uh, of the 20s and 30s was also the world's most famous science fiction writer yeah. whose writings have also been made countless times into movies. I mean, there's a, a, I think that probably the, the wildest thing that I learned back in my 20s and when I was studying grad and uh, undergrad in terms of uh, geopolitics and, and movies and psychological warfare was how directly connected the Pentagon has always been and the intelligence agencies to Hollywood. That was a huge uh, awakening to me. Like it kind of blew me away because it was just kind of a thing I was looking into as a novelty. And I, I had, uh, it was really uh, Oliver Stone that kind of piqued that interest for me because he had done a couple books uh, based on and connected to some of his movies from the nineties, JFK and Salvador and Nixon Um and a couple other things too. And, and so I thought, well, I'll check this out. I mean, this is interesting that, you know, uh, Oliver Stone's critiquing Hollywood and the Pentagon. And so he kind of planted the idea. And then the, the deeper that I dove into that, I was like, this is crazy. Like, this is not just a, uh, uh, I mean, this is an intimate relationship. You, you mean, it's, this is, goes back to the beginning of Hollywood and uh, not just Hollywood, but in other countries as well. I mean, the, the, the stage has always been pretty closely connected to the court, yeah. Uh, so the, the, the empire always had a, a close connection to the court, had a lot of spies in the court. Actors have been spies for centuries. And so a lot of people, unless you don't know this, you know, unless you get into the history of theater and the history of intrigue and espionage, you, you just wouldn't know that. But um, it's pretty fascinating how many A-list actors have been spies, have worked for intelligence agencies, um, how closely the Pentagon has not. A lot of people think, oh, uh, uh, they created the liaison office between the CIA and the Pentagon, uh, you know, a couple decades ago. No, no, no. This goes back to the beginning. OK, so in the 40s and 50s, the, the Air Force had their own studios called Laurel Canyon Studios. I've been out there. So you go up Wonderland Avenue into uh, uh, Mulholland Drive to Wonderland Avenue and you go up to uh, Jared Leto, who yeah. owns the house now. It used to be the Air Force's film studio. It's a house mm -hmm. now. 
Uh, and all of the highest level people had direct access, Walt Disney, Jimmy Stewart, you know, all the A-list people, directors, Marilyn Monroe, and they all had defense, the Department of Defense badges. They all just walked in and, and they did separate work for the government. They spied for the government. Dang. Uh, uh, yeah, this is this is all public information well known now. I mean, Jimmy Stewart made entire movies for, for the FBI, for um, uh, the Air Force, I think, is one of those uh, Laurel Canyon productions. Um, and that was during the Cold War, obviously. So, you know, the, that was the rationale, the justification was, well, we got to we got to do this for you know America and all this stuff. But the point is just that uh, that's what really goes on. And there's a lot closer connection than most people think. And that's why the, the, the media, I mean, the media still does the same stuff today. Yeah, I think someone just sent us a clip um, of the Hydra scene in Captain America or the Avengers or one of these things. And it was literally the great reset. It's just like yeah, hail Hydra, just, right? Yes. And describing it to a T and I'm just like, okay, yeah, this isn't, this isn't fake. This isn't. Oh yeah. I think it's, it's all over the place. Yeah, you absolutely. just don't, you just don't notice. Well, it in my book, I, I actually cover all this in my book. In fact, the uh, first chapter of esoteric Hollywood part two is in fact about the FOIA request to get the access to 4,000 pages of documents of the Pentagon and the CIA influencing um, 1,800 movies and TV shows in the last few decades, which included everything from Hawaii Five-0, America's Got Talent, Oprah, Jay Leno, Cupcake Wars, uh, Thunderball, all the way back to James Bond, Thunderball. Uh, I mean, literally, and that's a four-year request declassified document so cupcake wars well so what kind of, yeah i know that's, that's, that's just like doesn't fit in babe. but what kind no, of actually i mean if you, if you haven't thought about i'm not saying you guys but like if you're if you're a noob and you haven't thought yeah. about this what that doesn't matter. it makes perfect sense if you think about what food is food yeah. is part of culture mm-hmm. and a big part of what the cia is interested in the pentagon they're interested in culture creation right okay. so that's this idea that you you want to understand trends and steer and control trends. Now, sometimes, yes, things are organic, right? You can have artists that pop up that are organic and you can have, you know, movements, ideas, but not always. Sometimes they're actually just created wholesale, right? Um, But sometimes they're organic, but they have to be steered, right? And that's the key here is that um, there are people who legitimately do artistic work i'm not trying to cast it as if everything is controlled top down there's plenty of people who don't even know this kind of stuff but um the reality is there's a lot greater connection between these entities than we tend to think yeah and that's where the epstein comes in right i mean that's what epstein was pretty much that's what they're you know it's basically controlled you know blackmail blackmail. right so that way he's a great example of one kind of uh Uh, go between for a lot of different areas, Uh, you know, tech elite, scientific elite, um, Mm. Hollywood, entertainment, intelligence agencies, blackmail. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great example of one. And that's just one component, one type of operation. There's plenty of other, uh, you know, operations running. He's probably like a low I'm sure that, I mean, there's not, it's it's not like Epstein was the only dude doing this. Exactly. It doesn't work like that. But, and in fact, many people have actually written on, those types of operations far prior to Epstein, Franklin cover up uh, memoirs of a, of a DC madam, Henry Vinson, uh, Deborah Jean Palfrey. I mean, there's, there's plenty of books on this kind of stuff. So do you think that with, uh, you know, with the last four years under, under Donald Trump, do you think that that really like put things off track or do you think it just kept going like no problem? Like it was, 
obviously he's hated by a lot of people. And you can tell the elites hate him. Everybody hates him. Democrats hate him. A lot of Republicans hate him. Do you think he was trying to steer this off course? Is he part of the problem? I'm a huge Trump supporter, but I, I don't think that he's in on it. But you never know, I guess. But do you I mean, think my that- take is that uh, so not everybody who's has positions of power or circles of, of power and influence, not everybody is a, is on the same page or agreed. Yeah. Not everybody is a degenerate. Not everybody's compromised. And so, I mean, just think about think for example of how many businesses have been affected by all this stuff. Tons. Mm-hmm. A lot of money has been lost. Mm-hmm. A lot of of powerful people are not happy about all of this stuff that's being forced. So you're going to have resistance. You're going to have people who don't um, fit the bill for the overall plan. And that doesn't mean that they're angels. It just means that they're not necessarily, uh, you know, going along with or, or agreeing to the big plan because that is going to damage and destroy a lot of even powerful people. Yeah. Uh, so I think Trump represents a, a section or a faction that does not want to see the end of uh, America or the, the classical notion of America being integrated into this uh, latest phase of uh, internationalism and globalism. And that's that's why he uh, is so hated and problematic by all of the entities that want to bring in this 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 system. So it's not really a question of well, is Trump this saint or not? It's a question of the, the factions amongst the power elite. And I think that, that Trump represents a, a kind of roadblock to that because he doesn't, he and people that support him don't want to end the American system as it is yet. Yeah. Do you think it with Biden? I mean, if we were to unfortunately have a Biden as president, I mean, is this fast track then, you know, is he just going to allow everything to be implemented even more, especially between foreign countries where he's just going to let them do what they, what they will. I don't think there's any question that Biden's a complete open globalist. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no question about it. It's just sad that people don't. You can, you can see amongst the elite kind of uh, different schools or factions of this kind of like, do we want uh, Americanism to continue and to be the model, or do we want to transition into an all-out uh, globalism? Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, people like Brzezinski, people like uh, Soros, people like Kissinger, you know, they would like to see the United Nations and, uh, you know, China being the model of the future society, the future global society, and just basically probably uh, break the U.S. up. I don't know what the, I mean, uh, not the U.S. not being the, um, engine of the empire anymore so i think that group that that ideology that wants to move on into the the technocratic un style um that is what we're seeing manifest here versus there's a lot of companies that are in america still there's a lot of american interests that uh still probably want to continue as it is so that's what we're in my view this is my theory that's what we're seeing manifest yeah, and I didn't. I didn't want to say that as if I don't. Th- I already know that Biden would do that. But I, the idea is, is we want listeners who maybe are are left leaning or have no idea what's going on to be able to understand that. I mean, I, I work in Portland, and Portland is a cesspool for Democrats and the far left. And I mean, every day, every day that I'm there, people are like, you know, America's going to be so much better now that Biden's president. But I'm just like, you, you don't have any idea. Like, you have yeah. no idea. And I'm not saying. Trump is going to fix everything. But I think he's, like you said, use roadblocks. I think he's trying to implement roadblocks 
to maybe make some change. And Biden is just going to they just think he's it just blows me away. It blows me away how people are so clueless. Well, Well, just take a simple example of uh, Vegas um, or restaurants in New York. I mean. I mean, everybody knows that the mafia has a connection to Vegas. And do you think that the casinos are going to do well under COVID? Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, So uh, there's one obvious example of a monetary interest that is not going to enjoy COVID. I mean, what about all the different restaurants? What about hotels? I mean, are those people, I mean, unless they're like, you know, the top, you know, top, top uh, corporate elite, which are actually invested in this stuff to put other companies out of business. Right. I mean, there are, there, it's like a loss leader type of thing where you will lose money to actually put the opponent or the competition out of business. Right. That's a, that's a strategy that sometimes businesses will engage in. I mean, that does go on at the highest level where where they will even pass regulations that will cost them and the competition money to put the competition out of business and then recuperate that loss later. So, uh, and that you could look at that as a macro scale thing going on where like Amazon, uh, Walmart, Target, you know, record profits during this, the, during 2020. And they have put out, uh, you know, countless businesses, right? I mean, it's not yeah. exact analog because I guess they, they weren't losing money, but you, you get the point I'm making, yeah. which is that, that uh, this kind of a shutdown thing actually forces people into the box stores. I mean, there's no telling how many uh, middle-class businesses have been put out through this stuff. Yeah. And, you, you know, Jay, and that's what like, it's designed to do. It's 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 an economic warfare is where I mean, it's not just psychological warfare it's also economic. warfare. Yes, obviously. because we we talk about this all the time. I mean, now we're going into this second or third. I don't know what it, it's a another lockdown, right? It's nationwide, worldwide, if you want to say that. Um, I can't believe anybody's believing the the liars that are saying, oh, it'll go away if you just go along. Oh, just no, a, yeah. I mean, two weeks. Four yep. weeks, six months. I mean, it, it's not going away. And they've it's even not. said it's not. It's never going away. Well, that's what I was telling Greg. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Greg. But yeah. I was telling Greg the other day, I, I work dealing with businesses and restaurant owners. And I was like, there's no way that they're going to be happy about this. But what blew my mind is over the past week when we just had a recent shutdown in Oregon, um, the business owners that were coming in were saying, I'm done. I'm done for. We're closing down. And I was like, man, that sucks. And they're like, yeah, but you know what? We're saving lives. And it, it actually, like, it really upset me. And I can't say anything at work, you know what I'm saying? But it really upset me that people were okay with losing everything that they've worked hard for. Yeah. Because they're saving lives. And, I mean, I mean come on, just, all you got to do is look at the numbers, you know? <laughs> the you just got to look at the numbers. And, and they don't. And that's the... I'm amazed. I can't believe that people will vote against their own self-interest and destroy their business because... Yeah. They, they hate think Trump. They're being virtuous. Right. Well, I, the thing is, is like is I, so part stupid. of me, I go. I mean, I respect that you are obviously you are so uh, such a good person that you're willing to die for somebody else, or I mean, literally lose everything that you own. But at the same time, it's just so idiotic. It, it blows my mind that people have got to the point where they just they soak it in and then they believe it and they're willing to lose everything over it. Yeah. Well, so oh, what wait, I was, let me split my wrist so that I can give you my blood. That's exactly what it is. Slip my wrist. It's for the better good of everybody else that I don't have a restaurant to support my family. That makes no sense to me. So, what do you think about this, Jay? So, you close down, you you implement these lockdowns, you destroy all these small businesses, you get rid of them, and you have people become dependent upon the Costco, Winco, Walmart, all of the the global kind of 
um, you know what I mean, branch chains, and then kill off those global branch chains. And so then you have people become, they're looking, they're desperate. They don't have any food. They don't, you know what I mean? They're looking for an answer. And that's where the government comes in. Is that an idea that well, you Well, I think the, 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 the state is bought by the banks and the corporations. So the Fortune 100 and the big banks already own all the states. It's, this is not a uh, uh, libertarian um, government versus corp, uh, free market thing. We're, we're way past that. This is already a monopolist system where the uh, corporate elite and the, the top banks already own the governments. They already own the politicians. They already own all of this that they're putting in. The mere mm-hmm. fact that the, corp, the Fortune 100 have a coordinated plan across the planet to put the same things into play everywhere that they are shows that this is already in play. We're already in the midst of the global government now. The yeah. mere fact that the COVID regulations are global shows that we're already in a global government. And there's this central committee of these top people, Bill Gates, right? The 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 uh, these these corporate elites who want to put everybody else out of business. And so it's not going to be the the box stores go away and the government step in. It'll be consolidation of the box stores into uh, one big thing, probably uh, eventually, or, yeah. or it doesn't even have to be. I mean, they can coordinate across these corporations. It isn't even, it isn't, it's just like Silicon Valley. I mean, is Silicon Valley in competition? I mean, at a level, but at the top, uh, that all came into existence through NQTEL and the NSA and, uh, you know, CIA funding. So the same seed money that started Google, started Facebook, and I think the NSA started Twitter, if I recall. So, uh, and they all got tax breaks. I mean, so it, there's already a public-private partnership. Um, and so, and I'm not trying to offend you guys or argue with you guys. I'm just saying that no, this I, is not like a, a libertarian versus the state problem. It's way beyond that. I get you. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I think to go off what you were saying, yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far, like what you were saying, but I know from talking to people, they're just looking for government aid now. That's I what know. most people are saying is I just, I hope we get those checks. Okay, but, you know, but when the UBI's rolled out, yep. it's going to be rolled out through the tech companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes so sense. a digital currency? So yeah. that's the beginning of the change right there. For, I mean, who's the biggest currency? proponents of UBI? Bill Gates, Facebook, yeah. Tech Elite. Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah, Facebook already created their own monetary system, right? Their own kind of Bitcoin thing. They try with Libra. I don't I think that they flopped. But but what? uh, So if you read Klaus's book, he says that what we're going to bring in is the the. So let me put it like this. So basically the the Fortune 100 and the elite. the, the They are big proponents of monopoly capitalism, not free Mm -hmm. markets. They're monopoly capitalists. They're at the top. And they're going to they're they're going to control these consolidated corporations. So, for example, if you look at the food industry, most of the food in the in the U.S. is under five companies. Mm-hmm. Five companies own most of the food, and those five companies are like totally wicked. I mean, like Bill Gates, uh, he has huge interest in these in these uh, stocks in these in these food companies, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's already an easy level of a coordination between to control a huge portion of the U.S. food industry. I'm talking about the big corporate gross food like Kraft and all that stuff. Yeah, Tyson. So that's tied in. That's already integrated into the global system. All of those corporate big big food. They're promoting the vegan agenda. They're promoting the fake meat. They're promoting the GMOs, right? Yep. Uh, Monsanto teamed up now, uh, bought out by uh, what Bayer, right? Yep. So it's Bayer Monsanto. 
So this consolidation has been happening over the last several years. That's the internal logic of monopoly capitalism. And that consolidation is what's going to bring in the global government. It's not going to be some uh, state. It's a corporate owned state. And go. our state is already owned by the banks and the corporations. Yeah. Yeah. The lobbyists and the advertisers. Yeah. It's every, yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously over the past couple of years, they've been trying to take the guns, you know, the gun laws mm -hmm. that's been going on. And, you know, when you look around the world and you see that, you know, America, obviously there's a lot of guns going around here. A lot of citizens own guns. Um, I could see like things falling quickly. Like I, do you think, I mean, do we have a chance at all? <laughs> I, I guess that's where I'm coming at. Like the stuff you're saying, I mean, it hits and it's scary. And I just, is there even a chance to, to write this at all? I mean, or, or are we just going to be like in a war? There's no easy answers because uh, there's, problems all over right so i mean i mean if you mean is there a chance to maintain uh the american system maybe for a time period yeah um i'm kind of worried that there's there's internal corruption that's so deep in america that it might not be able to be fixed uh, i don't know how you would fix it but uh even if uh the u.s broke up into sections or something i mean i think that uh, people could still, uh, you know, maintain their own kind of uh, livelihood and existence. I don't think yeah. that I think it's kind of a mistake to think that, oh, we have to, you know, uh, rely on f the federal government, Washington doing all this. No, actually, we don't. I mean, in your day to day life, how much does uh, what happens in D.C. actually affect your life? Not a whole lot. Not much. No. Uh, some. But uh, typically speaking, it's the local arena that's a lot more relevant to your day to day existence. Absolutely. So. Uh, that kind of stuff spills out into you know, the, the, the big corruption spills out into the local area over time. So I would be more concerned with um, things like iPhones um, with the Internet degenerating the culture, uh, yeah. turning the youth into zombies and, and, and just mindless gamers. I mean, that's more of a danger than the U.S. collapsing. I think it's more like an uprising, I guess, is what I'm saying, because you see that oh, all over the world. You know, over the past couple of years, you see these huge groups of people that are waking up and they're coming out to the streets. And I mean, Hong Kong, everywhere. Yeah. And yellow vest. Yeah. And I just think, like, is it going to take that around the world, you know, unity in that form to kind of stop this? But, uh, you know, the power is so big. Yeah. I, I mean, and plus that? up. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's it's definitely a positive to see so many people waking up to all what's going on and figuring things out. I mean, I've seen a lot more positive stuff in the last five or ten years of analyzing all this than I than I would have expected. So I don't want to be a, a black pilled, uh, negative kind of dude. Um, so I want to remain optimistic, but at the yeah. same time, I want to be realistic and say that you know um, there, there's just there's always limitations to political movements and, and uprisings because they're so easily uh, bought off and co-opted and steered. Yeah. And uh, as long as we're up against, you know, you know, billionaires, we have to keep in mind that that all they're going to do is just send in, you know, operatives, send in people to steer movements into crazy directions, send in COINTEL, Fed, crazy stuff. I mean, that's always going to be going on. Uh, so, uh, but but a lot of people are waking up. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe that uh, when I was in Atlanta a couple of days ago, so the first couple of days we were there, there was, I don't know, a few hundred people that showed up just out of nowhere, which 
was good. I was like, oh, that's cool. And a few hundred people show up, like little notice, right, to, to protest this issue. And everybody's pretty woke here. I talked to a lot of people out there on the street. And then the next day, thousands of people just showed up. And that blew me away. That was wild just to see. Yeah. Did, did you post a video of that on your Twitter? Of the, well, the, of the Twitter video is the first day that I got there, Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And then you, if you go to uh, uh, Ali Alexander's Twitter, you could see how many people came Saturday, yesterday. That's like right. gigantic. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. right side broadcasting was streaming it. Uh, RT was streaming it. I mean, it's just it's just massive. You said that was in so, Chicago? Uh, oh, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah, I mean that's good, man. Yeah. So, so and, and what I'm saying is that that is a a gauge of how many people are awake through. I mean, every time one of these big issues or scandals comes out, the election scandal and then fraud and then the uh, you know great reset statements all at the same time, that creates a whirlwind of people waking up and seeing stuff. Yeah. And so I was, I was just, I'm just saying I was blown away at how many people had a pretty aware sense of what's going on. I mean, they don't know all the pieces. They can't put it all together, but they're like, Hey, we're being lied to. The media is full of it. Great reset is like, they're bringing in this total crazy thing. I mean, a lot of people are awake to that. Yeah. It just takes small little things for people to kind of open their eyes. I mean, every account that the walk away, whatever it may be, it's always just one thing that opens the door for them to look into a whole trove of other things and then a whole trove of other things. And I mean, we get comments all the time. I'm sure you do as well. It's just people are like, man, I had no idea. Yeah. I started digging and I, I can't believe what I'm seeing, you know, just, right. just this right in the open too. That's right there. For yeah. I think that's the biggest shocker is that most people who are new to the material and, and waking up that they can't believe that it's all that public. Yeah. Right in front of their face. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's right in front of their face, man. They're so right. as, as far as 5g goes, um, is that has that been rolled out in some states? Do you know? And and how is that part of the global reset implementation? Because you were in well, the Klaus beginning. Klaus has a chapter on it, and he says it's necessary for the infrastructure. It's part of the infrastructure that needs to be in place for the Internet of Things uh, and the total uh, real time surveillance. So yeah. basically, they want to have like a real time model of everything that's happening. So that includes. Um, RFID sort of nanotech type stuff that can feed signals into, you know, centralized computer networks that can track everything. So that requires mm-hmm. a lot of processing power. It requires a lot of, uh, you know, um, network capabilities and all that stuff. I'm not an internet, internet I'm not a tech person, but I've, I've read like the history of DARPA and I've read Klaus and these people, what they talk about is the fact that, They'll have these decades. So they'll have the 2030 goals, have the 2050 goals. Um, what you saw, that eight-point thing, I think that was for 2030, you know, yeah. what they want to have in place by 2030. And then 2050, and a, and a lot of the global elite, is the, the target goal for the, the full-on total world government. Right? So so the, what we're seeing now is the rollout of a lot of the infrastructure, such as the removal of cash. Right, This mm-hmm. is a cashless system. Um, the the rollout of the uh, social credit models. It, there may be a future model that we haven't seen yet, uh, but the Chinese social credit store, that kind of a thing. Uh, Facebook yep. itself is already the the censoring that we're seeing now is prepping us for the social credit system that we'll have. Uh, I don't know if it'll be the same thing as what China has. Maybe some new system that they roll out twenty years from now. I don't know. But uh, so that what I know about five G is that 
what they say is that it's just part of the infrastructure that's necessary for all, you need that high bandwidth to, to uh, process all the, the surveillance. Gotcha. Do you know if any of it has been deployed? I mean, do any states have 5G right now? I don't know. Well, there are there are cities, uh, for example, my wife's city that she used to live in is a, um, they're, they're, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the what they call it. Like they roll out these projects of like a, uh, like a, test a future ground. smart city. I think it's a future oh, okay. smart city where um, they're they're putting in 5G. I don't know how active it is yet in, uh, for example, Greenville. Uh, my wife is yeah. from Greenville, South Carolina. There's a, it's a kind of a mini tech hub. They're getting a lot of tech elites to move there. They're going to have 5G throughout the whole city. Hmm. So there's a lot of cities that they're right now converting into being these 5G hubs. And that's just part of the overall plan of creating um, smart cities, basically. Yeah. I mean, because it's a mass surveillance. It's knowing where people are, when they're there, how long It's knowing there. everything about everything. Uh, right. So when you come to Greenville, I mean, you're already by the central AI I mean, they know who you are. They know what you want. They know your proclivities. They know your medical problems. They know your political uh, leanings. They know your religious beliefs. It's everything. Yeah. Do you think that they would use that as like a minority report to kind of predict Absolutely. crime? They'd say, hey, I mean, hey, that, hey. Already, that, that already exists. That's existed for five or 10 years. The oh my. Uh, algorithmic predictions of crime. Yes. Okay. Wow, dude, Montana's <laughs> looking awfully good right now. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's move to Montana. Yeah, let's be out in the woods. Let's I actually had uh, two uh, two friends and their families uh, just left California for Montana. That's yeah. A, yeah, it's a great state, and I, yeah. I live in Tennessee. So there you go. Well, there you go. So before we like, I'm curious, like, how do you how are you viewing the election situation that's going on right now? Like, just on a personal standpoint, like. Do you think that Trump has a chance? Do you think that uh, all the fraud that they're talking about is going to develop into something bigger? Uh, Dominion, all that stuff that they've discussed, is that real? I think there's, a, it- really good, there's a really good possibility that uh, Trump could uh, pull that off and win. Um, comes down to the Supreme Court and the judges and whether they're cor- uh, uh, how corrupt judges are. Uh, that, I don't know. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not super up on the background of all those judges and whatnot. But uh, today there was good news that it looks like uh, the Supreme court will have to get involved and the majority is, is conservative, so-called conservative there. Mm -hmm. So that at least gives, uh, and, 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 you know, Trump is not a savior. Uh, If, if Trump is reelected, really it's kind of like kicking the can down the road for another four years. So that'll give us another four years to kind of prepare for, um, you know, maybe worse situations down the road, most likely, uh, I kind of feel like that if if Trump doesn't come in and maybe relax these lockdowns and all that stuff, that what's going to happen is it'll be Biden and we'll get this dark winter. And that's really going to be a big economic attack. We're going to see uh, even worse situations than we've seen from uh, March, April, May, June, you know, this summer. So uh, that's what I'm afraid of. And then I think that conversely, if Trump is 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 in that the, the left will go insane and they'll just try to riot and burn the cities again. But since Trump won't be worried with a reelection, uh, he may bring the fist and, and, you know, lock all that down. Yeah. I hope so. Cause I, I don't, I mean, I, I love Trump. I, I don't think he's a savior. I think it's terrible to say he's a savior. Right. Um, yeah, I know. I know you guys didn't think. That yeah. Was, I, I, th- I think the biggest thing for me, I mean, is like the like, QAnon people think, to, Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we've, yeah, we've discussed Q. I'm, yeah. I'm a little more skeptical, I think in general, but, I mean, it's, a, I it's it's good to look into it. I definitely agree with that. 
but I, I think that the biggest thing for Trump, for me, like at least a small victory, is that he's got a lot of people to open their eyes, look at some fraud. I mean, this is a fake news. I mean, that whole thing seemed yeah. kind of stupid and childish in the beginning, but that's stuck around and it's proven that the news is fake. I mean, people are seeing how fake the news is. Fox even is dealing with that right now, you know, mm-hmm. with the loss of viewers from them. So I think it's a positive thing what he's doing. I don't know if, you know, I hope he's not the last person. I mean, obviously, if he gets in, you're hoping that the next president, you know, can move it forward even farther. But yeah, it's just a truthful president, right? Someone who who at least will bring more truth than not. Exposure. Exposure. Yeah, I think. Well, I think the biggest service that Trump has done has been um, his mostly pro-life, uh, high-level pro-life approach and stance. Yes. Um, and then his uh, kind of breaking a lot of the power of the media. So I think those are the two biggest positives that Trump yep. has done. Is he's got a lot of people to question the media. That's a, that's a win. Absolutely. So where can people find you at, man? Um, you can find me at jasonalysis.com. All my material is at my website there. And uh, you can subscribe at my website if you want access to the full lectures and talks, the 50 plus global elite books. I also have a lot of uh, you know, philosophy lectures on Plato and the Republic and Aristotle and history of philosophy, a lot of debates, all that's at Jay's analysis, lots of essays. And then I've got two books. Uh, if you want signed copies of my books, you can get those at the shop at my website. And then you can find me on all the social media uh, sites under my name, Jay Dyer. Excellent. Awesome. Dude, I really enjoy talking to you. I'm glad you're on because that's this topic that we were discussing, or you were discussing mostly, is something that we're still learning a little bit about. It's kind of a new thing that we're kind of discovering. So you definitely answered a lot of our questions. I think you showed our viewers some of the inside of it. And it's alarming, man. Well, it's scary. It is. Well, really uh, if, I, if I could mention, I mean, if, I, if you go to my Elite book series, um, I cover guys like uh, Jacques Attali. Like he wrote a big famous book in 2006. He's the Kissinger of France. Look at all in those this notes book, in Brief that book, History of the man. Future. I mean, this book predicts everything that we're seeing right now as well. And he wrote that in 2006. He said that we would see this technocratic, global, uh, you know, you don't own anything type of system rolled out right now. So that was 14 years ago. Um, I cover the writings of Bertrand Russell, you know, his books, Impact of Science on Society, uh, uh, scientific outlook where he says that we would have this technocratic global government. He wrote that hundred years ago. Um, most famously, probably you may be familiar with, uh, I covered Carol Quigley's tragedy and hope the 1300 page tome. He's Bill Clinton's mentor, Carol oh Quigley. Oh. And oh he was boy. the uh, historian and archivist for the council on foreign relations. And so he wrote this gigantic 1300 page tome covering the history of the 20th century from the perspective of the elite. And not many, I don't know anybody who's lectured through the entire book. I know I'm bragging a little bit, but this is how I make my living is that I do your homework for you. Right. So yeah, uh, if you want access to that, definitely go subscribe at Jay's analysis. And as, as I said, we've got, you know, dozens and dozens of lectures of, uh, you know, other writings of the elite. We got old David Rockefeller and, you know, all these guys here as well. And you got sticky notes, man. That it's, <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have your uh, color code system to your sticky note system? No, there's no system. Some other, some dude the other day was like, God, "Sticky notes are gay as fuck, dude." I'm like, "Well, I remember shit, so they yeah, work." Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you may think it's gay, but uh, I remember it. So, no, you, you do your research, man, and that's what I. That's what we love about you. We yeah, love everybody who does their own freaking research, and it's it's awesome. You you spread the truth, and that's what it's Thanks, all about. Dude. 
So, Honor. everybody. Yeah, we, we appreciate having you on, man. Yes. Thank you for giving us your time. Yeah, anytime. All right. Thanks so much. Take reason. Later, dude. All right. Man. We good? We good. Yes, indeed. I'm telling you, dude. It's a scary world, everybody. Um, and and you know what? If people want to find out more about the great, because I know we we didn't go that deep into it, yeah. but there, the the last hour on Alex Jones show, it yeah. was an eye opener to me. Yeah, and he goes into the the vegan movement. He goes into the World Economic Forum. He goes into the the one world currency. It's just, it's all there, man. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is uh, when you had mentioned. Early, you know, a little while back, you're like, I want to get him on. You yeah. Know? And I was like, oh, I got to look into this guy because, you know, I I didn't know he was on the Alex Jones show and that just had just happened. So I, I went and listened to it. And you're right, man. That he's very well versed on it. You well, can clearly yeah. see that he well, if you're if you're just listening to the audio, he just held up books. Yes. That were like a million sticky notes. Everywhere. Yeah. There, there was already like 10,000 pages in the book and he's got <laughs> 10,000 sticky notes plus. Yeah. So, I mean, point being is like he, he does obviously read um yep. and, and a lot of stuff that you're not going to find at pal books you know what i'm saying or, no. or but it's a, it's the same it's the same thing with young pharaoh it's the same thing with all these people i mean they yeah. they do the research and they show it yeah and you can tell i mean it's just it the proof is there the documentation there it's the sources cited it's you know well and this 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 topic I, we you know i thought last week's episode was really good scratching the surface on some of the stuff and yeah i think i think a lot of people who are new into this or who are trying to figure this out like understand the the play that's going on with the elites they understand the trajectory that they're putting us on the one yeah but but my point is is that's that's i think obvious but what's not obvious is how deep it is and and that's where you know him reading these books I, this is a topic that's kind of just for me. I know for him, he's been he's been dealing with this for a while. But for yeah. me, this 2030, 2050 thing is like relatively new. Gotcha. And so when he's talking, like I'm just like I'm just trying to soak it in. Yeah. Um, it's not one of the it's not a conversation I feel like I have a ton of input on because I'm still learning it myself. Yeah, I'm I'm in that same boat. But I, mean, I can't. I got to tell you, man. I listening to it. It's hard not to to get like anxious and feel like, Jesus, are we like, are we screwed? Well, I don't think we are. Like he was saying, this has been a plan for over a hundred years. Yeah. I mean, this has been a large and it's a lot of people with a lot of money. Yeah. So there's a lot of control. There's a lot of facets. And like he said, with, when you have Hollywood being controlled by the people that you want to sway, yeah, culture, you want to sway, you want to distract people and kind of be like, Oh, let's focus on this thing right now. Right. It's it's easy to control that. It's easy to take that over. I think the positive um, and what I was maybe trying to get out more was with this awakening, whether it's, you want to call it the great awakening, whether it's just natural awakening, yeah. Trump awakening, whatever you want to call it. I think the benefit is that with the amount of people that are opening up their eyes, right, and kind of at least examining some of these deeper issues, you're seeing um, – Real opposition towards, like you would say, fake news. You know, the news media, CNN, MSNBC, mm-hmm. even Fox News now. And you're seeing it against Hollywood. Movies, actors, actresses. They're not taken as serious anymore. Even athletes. I mean, it goes across the board. We saw what happened with the NBA. Massive yep. record number loss, right? I love sports, man. Love sports. Mm. Seriously, you know me. I'm a, I'm a huge Blazers fan, dude. But even even me, I'm just like, this is not what it's about. 
Like, I'm not going to support you for saying this bullshit, LeBron. You don't even yeah. know what you're talking about, right? So you turn well, that shit off. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is I hope that over the next decade that we see people devalue those people, devalue Hollywood, devalue the, the opinions of these wackos yep. on the news. Yeah. No, I think it's about um, false idols. They aren't worthy. So why are you giving them your time and your energy? Yeah. Honestly, when you when you're obsessing over these people, you're giving them your energy. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're, they're all to, they're they're feeding it off of. I mean, they're feeding off your energy, and I mean, especially when you go see them live. Yeah, I mean that that builds a big head, man. When they slam dunk a ball and then whoa, the crowd goes crazy. They soak that shit up. Yeah, and see, for me, like sports aren't really like that. I I, I love the teams. Like, yeah. I, I feel like if I saw a, a basketball player that I love, I would just be like, "Oh, that's really cool." Like, but see, there is there's this like the rock stars, right? Like, I remember like going to rock, like certain concerts, not all yeah. of them, because I've been to a lot. But I remember going to some of them and being like, "This person that is standing in front of me right now is ungodly, like so much bigger than life, like the truest rock star, right?" Yeah. And you don't see that a lot anymore, yeah. but they're there. Okay. Like when I was in front of Ozzy Osbourne, man, I was like, that's fucking Ozzy, dude. Like, I can't believe that he's in flesh in front of me. That, that was yeah. how I felt. I had the same feeling in front of Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I could not believe it. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I stuttered. Is that real? No. I was going to say, I heard he's real fun live. I, yeah. I'm not going to lie. No, but. Are you uh, for real? Are you for real, man? No, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I know. I, I just think. Uh, People, they're people, you know. Like freaking Brad Pitt is just a dude who acts. Yes. He's good at acting. They are human beings. They are nothing more than that. But they seem mortal like flesh. They want to come across like they're way more worthy than everybody else. Well, that's that's on purpose mm-hmm. because they've been put into that position of worthiness. Yeah, and we do nothing but accept it, and we propel it. We catapult them into these positions of power, and you know, and influence. For what? I mean, they're dumb. Sway. It's a for lot sway. of them. A lot of them. Are, a lot of celebrities dumb. are fucking dumb, dude. It's it's sway. You know, like when you see like Taylor Swift, and you see these people that are that yeah. grow into something. Well, look at the one world at home. Yeah. When this whole COVID shit broke out in March, yeah. they had that gigantic concert, this digital concert, to build money for who? Literally, who? who? <laughs> yeah. Right. The World Health Organization made like millions of dollars off of this shit. Yeah. Because Trump cut their ties yeah. right so that's all they're good for is to make money for the deepest data yeah i don't know i i, I just I, I i there's some there's probably some good celebrities out there but they're I'm just sh- dude i'm sure you know there's good people everywhere exactly man. i just am so like scared for my kids man well we got to make sure that we don't give up the fight because yeah and you just you got to show them the evil I mean, no, don't obviously like no, not you're not going to show them a R you know X you know, but you gotta you know don't hide the evil from them. It's the Sleeping Beauty uh, mistake. Well, try right? to, try to avoid exposing them to these things that are going to corrupt you. He said it himself. Like their yes. goal is to get these kids to just guzzle Mountain Dew with Cheetos and Doritos. Hey, and hey, sit hey in their don't chair. knock on Mountain Dew, bro. I okay. like Mountain Dew. Come I on, really now. do. I love I eating. Drink, I drink the nectar. I'm a husky man. <laughs> I enjoy okay. fucking candy, bro. Yeah. But I'm saying basement dwellers. Yeah. Well, you can see them. When they walk into a store, you know. How are you going to stop it if it's being taught in our schools, though? 
That's what I'm saying. But now parenting. Tr- yeah, but Trump did kind of remove the uh, the indoctrination shit. Yes, I mean we haven't really touched on that Scratch yet. The surface, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Trump's done a lot of great things that aren't being recognized right now. Yeah, it will be. But no, I I think about this and um, I think about like the stuff that we used to listen to as kids, yeah. and I used to listen to a lot of punk rock that was like. Fuck the cops, yeah. you know, like fuck anarchy, you know, it's propaganda. Cool. It's cool back then. And I would, I listened to all this stuff and a lot of the anti-war stuff I still agree with. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it still makes sense. I still agree with it. But there's a lot of it like the uh, Rage Against the Machine. Prime example, dude. Mm-hmm. Who is now endorsing, can you look this up? Rage Against the Machine and Biden. I yeah. think he, they're playing for Joe Biden. They, they played for Bill Clinton. So it's like rage against the machine is rage enables the machine. They are the fucking machine, man. Yeah. That's what they were supposed. That's what they were all about. They were all anti fucking government when George Bush was there. But then what? Obama comes in and they're they're now opening for government. It's, it's the shift in parties. Because what's crazy is you bring that up. I watched. I, I'm pretty sure it was Bill Clinton. I'm pretty sure. But they they had like the uh, DNC. And they played a gig outside, and there's a shit ton of people. They were obviously huge then. That was a big part part of the thing. Yeah. But I was listening to their fucking lyrics, man. There it is, yeah. The I was listening to their lyrics. And what was weird, I, and I was never a fan of them before. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was not a big fan of them. Yeah. But I was listening to it now, and this was in whatever year, and I was like, everything they are saying yes. is literally the DNC. There you go. Yeah. I do the same thing. I just listened to the the whole album. Yeah. Uh, Battle for Los Angeles. I was like, dude, they're describing the Democratic Party right now. I mean, it's it's a fucking... But, they, but so what's, to, to go forward with the point real quick, Yeah, they're still supporting them. Exactly. So that's what makes me look at those guys, sorry if you're a fan of them, and be like, you dumb fucks. Like, you are dumb. F- so either you're... Well, so what did, what did we find here, though? Is it a rumor, or are they actually... Uh, it's hard to tell. Tom Morello says it's fake. But then there's other tweets and stuff that says they are. This saying Joe Biden's transition team has announced they have struck a deal with the power group Rage Against the Machine to help get the word out of, to the youth of the country to begin to follow government mandates and wearing masks and social distancing. It just doesn't seem like that's something that they would do at well, all. Just that they use power group. Yeah. That automatically. But now it. Tom Morello comes out saying fake news. Trust me. Are you showing this, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, fake news. Trust me, if you want to squeeze your COVID, sneeze. oh, sneeze your COVID into your MAGA grandpa's mouth, I one hundred percent, one hundred percent support your kick-ass freedom to do so. Yeah. So, who the fuck knows, man? It doesn't matter. What what bothers me the most? I don't even care that if they did a concert for Joe Biden. That's not the point. The point yeah. is, is you as a political group? That's all you've been. No mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, talking about. Conformity, talking about government taking over your life. Yeah. You see what's happening. Yeah. And you are supposed to be somebody who we look up to as political powers. Like, you know, and you're spreading the fucking truth. Yeah. And you are not out there. So I'm glad he said, I don't give a shit if you sneeze in your mega hat. I think that's your freedom. I think think we just debunked it. I don't think Rage Against the Machine is doing anything with Probably not. But I'm just saying, why are you not coming out saying we're free people? There you go. Just say, fuck Joe Biden. You could, That's all you had to say. You could say, fuck <laughs> Trump. If he would have came yeah. out and said, fuck Donald Trump, but... Also, fuck Joe Biden. 
but fuck Joe Biden and fuck this taking of, away your freedom shit because yeah. we stand for you being free people and everybody. Yeah. Great. A lot of butt fucking going on. Yes. <laughs> but fuck. Yeah. Ooh, gross. Now that old butt fuck's definitely getting us taken down. Well, hey, this is this is a great sway. This is a great transition here. Okay, can we? Uh, oh, transition. Okay. Can we? Can we? Yeah, we're really going. There. Can we transition? I don't want to, but I think America's going to. Yeah. So. There was a, a lockdown, okay? So everybody's locking down again, yeah. but people are not taking it. Absolutely not. They are fighting back, and it's beautiful. I love seeing it, and it is a beautiful sight to be seen, mm-hmm. okay? And now, uh, something happened over the weekend. So we had some people, they were, um, let's say, not complying <laughs> with the uh, Governor Cuomo. They're standing their ground. Yes, they were. And by standing their ground, meaning they were having a sex party. Okay. <laughs> oh, geez. So now this this is a. Uh, I was actually not thinking of this at all. Uh, I was thinking you were just going to do like the cop one where the cops get well, pushed we'll, out. We'll, the, we'll get there, but but we're going to standing their ground. We're going to we're going to okay. swing right into this swingers party right here. So, okay. NYC Sheriff's Office breaks up a underground swingers party. No sex for you. No yeah. sex for you. Okay, that's ha, a st- ha, ha. You get that? <laughs> yeah, good job. So look at these pictures, you guys. This is like a freaking... Uh, that looks this, like it smells this, like cum. Look, yes. Oh, this looks God. like a, uh, a dance club in the lower Longview area. Uh, that <laughs> is a strip club. Yeah, you guys remember Kessler's? Uh, like. yeah. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah, that is Kessler's. <laughs> that, this is Kessler's Bar and Grill, you guys. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. The NYC... Sheriff's office busted in and broke up an underground swingers club early Sunday morning in Queens, which is said to have been hosting upwards of 80 people. A big no-no under government Cuomo's new <laughs> no, yeah, 10 person or less rule. Why can't people have sex? Right? Come on. Like I'm not condu- I'm not saying I would do what, this. What else are they going to do? Yes, so check this out you oh guys. Oh my goodness. Let's read this first then we'll we'll check out the pictures. So the cops say that they found three couples having sex in a small room. <laughs> Apparently, this swingers joint, which goes by Caligula, there's a ba- great band called Caligula's Horse. Scroll up just a tad there, Chris. All of, all of the names uh, has oh of all names has services of or for that. If you're looking to get busy, the sheriff's office even snapped a shot of one of those rooms plus a price sheet going over rates and what looks like a box of condoms. So here we go. So the picture on the right is just a, a room with three beds, literally neck and neck. I mean, they're just squeezed together, and it looks like that is just a, a bunch of sex happening. Is this one of those drain things you put in your sink? Oh, in the middle of the bed, there is a drain. Oh, my girls. <laughs> that's like a... That's a uh, if you're going to release, please I mean, go in the drain. It's probably holding, like... Condoms, or whatever, that's called but. a pleasure catcher. Okay, <laughs> that's where they capture the pleasure. God. So, here is the going rate for the VIP room, everybody. Okay, so $30 will get you 10 minutes, $50 will get you 20 minutes, half an hour, 60. But let's go if you want one hour, that's 100 bucks all night, 500 bucks, baby. All night, See, what bothers me is that they night. don't have a one minute. Um, no, I, I true. really feel like that would be the most popular get. Do you guys one not, minute? What are you yeah. gonna accomplish in one? Do you guys? Minute? Well, I think most. I think a lot of guys accomplish a lot in a minute. Yeah, there you. should definitely Ladies, be me a two dollar <laughs> a two dollar glory hole or something. God, uh, just so you know that yeah, uh, inappropriate. But you know, this you guys, is fun. This, this is fun. The, the, <laughs> This is a, a swingers party that got busted. Listen, I, here's my thing. I know that this is a, like you know it, this is fun and stuff, but I think I think there's nothing more hilarious 
than a fuck you to Cuomo by just having a fuck fest. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like, just a dirty, paid fuck fest. Yeah, your dick's uh, out. <laughs> that's, that's enough. I don't approve myself, yeah. but more power to you, dude. Hey, this is an 18-plus episode on YouTube. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, already, yeah, yeah. I'm already putting it It already there. is, anyways. So the NYP reports that the manager was hit with lots of fines, which amounted to about $16,000 in violating emergency measures issued by the state. That's just a little bit more than a normal fine for a business operating. Well, yeah. So, well, it, anyway. So now that now that uh, hard drugs are illegal in a lot of states, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I approve or or, or like it. I'm, I'm just saying that's the case. Um, yeah. What do you guys think as, as an audience? Okay. First of all, what do you think of that? Because <laughs> I haven't had a lot of people comment. Like the hard drugs. Well, I mean, are you cool? Are you cool with some meth floating around? It's no big deal, right? Dude, I, I I am a weirdo, okay? I think that all drugs should be legal. And if you can't control it, that's uh that's your problem. But it's it's a it's a liberty movement like to to say that I can't do something to my body because it's what? A safety risk? Well, that's just like I can't go outside because it's a safety risk COVID. You know, I gotta wear a mask because it's a safety risk. It's like how do you know what's a risk to my body? I get the I get the trend, and if you take this hit of heroin, you're probably going to be addicted. So don't do it. But I think the biggest argument is that like it tends to spread as far as the influence or like kids getting involved, and the more drugs they're around, the more likely to. That's the argument. Yeah, I I I think it's one of those weird things. If you're a constitutionalist or or however you want to, you know, I don't know what the best thing is. I can tell you that when you see druggies, yeah, for sure. All the time. No, it's it's we don't like, need more of it. It when it comes to like a uh, a moral society and it do we want how do we want our society to look like that? I'd say no. I just don't like the law that you know how it works. Like you, you can have up to a certain amount, right? But the the the, the penalty is ridiculous. I it's like yeah. it's a hundred dollar fine. I think <laughs> in Portland it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. And you don't have to pay that if you go to go to fucking rehab. Mm. But it's like a hundred bucks. A, a, a bum much. can make that in 30 fucking minutes in Portland. Yeah. Like, no joke. People throwing money out the fucking window at these people. Yeah. So, it's there's no, like, ins- there's nothing. There's no, like, it should be a lot, in my opinion, yeah. it should be a thousand, two thousand dollars, and you don't have to pay it if you go to a full rehab. Well, you know what? I don't know if there were drugs at this underground swinger sex okay, party. that's not what I was, real quick, that's not okay. what I was asking. Where do we go with prostitution? People argue the same exact thing. Yeah. My body, my choice. Yeah. If sure. I want to sleep around and get paid for it and I look good. Absolutely. I should be able to flaunt these, you know, yeah. whatever. Do you think that that should happen? I mean, there's a lot of people saying they wanted to pay for those bikini pics of you. So That's true. They're joking. They have to be joking. <laughs> well, so that I, it's a victimless crime. If, it, if it's two consenting adults agreeing to have sex for money, let them do it. And the government should not be involved. It should not be like, a, okay, I need a, and that's why the government has banned it is because how are you going to, you know, prove that and you're going to, it's an intimate, but it's position. the same, it's the same argument with like weed, right? So like with weed, the idea was instead of having it on the streets where you drive up in a car yeah. in a shady neighborhood and you grab a fucking dime bag yep. and take off, you can go to a, a nice, well lit weed smelling place and buy your fucking, you know, alien invasion. And then with, well, and you know what it is. And you, you know, know what, what it is, buying. you know it's clean. I get yeah. that, and I, I and I respect that. Now, prostitution, same thing, argument-wise, instead of having these 
these women on the streets getting raped, yeah. murdered, yep, yep, yep. abused, and uh, diseased. I, well, and to see, I'm just yeah, saying, I'm just you saying, don't know like, what you're getting, right? I'm just saying that the idea of a uh, clean, if that's even possible, brothel, where yeah. there's like a, you know, it's 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 exist. Well, see, one it's, exists, it's, it's, the Bunny Ranch. Down in yeah. uh, Vegas, right? Yeah. The guy I, that owns that, he's... Yeah, uh, he, I would not use clean and bunny ranch. <laughs> no. Well, but, I mean, brothel and clean. And I want to be very clear that I'm not condoning prostitution. I'm not condoning that we even go that route. I'm yeah. saying that these are the kind of things that we have to start talking about. Why that got brought up, I don't know why I thought of that. But I'm just saying... Because we, we brought the up the swingers party. Uh, yeah, I mean... But but should people be able to have sex in a, in a fucking... In a place? That, you know, that's what it is. You're paying. I want I want I want to do that with this chick for fifty bucks for 20, whatever it is. 20, well, 20 yeah, it's it's not you know I I don't think this is prostitution. This is more no, this you're, is you're renting the room. No, this, you're, yeah, you're just having fun with your lady. Yes, 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 yes. Cuomo was in there with his nipple rings, bro. I guarantee he was hanging from the ceiling, <laughs> oh, dude. Yes, he's like I'm all I'm I'm finished. I'm gonna shut this place down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this place is disgusting. By the yeah. way, clean this shit up. God. Yeah, they're gonna uh, like we're gonna shut down. He's like, I did thirty minutes ago. But scroll on down because there was another video that came out, and I freaking love this dude. Oh this, yeah, yeah, this was a place. Um, where was this at? This is maybe the Erie, Erie, Erie County. County crew. Erie County. Call uh-huh. up the city boys to get a few pointers. So scroll up a little bit. I think that'll describe it. So this is almost a complete one eighty from what happened. Um, neighboring Buffalo. Buffalo just the night prior. So when the sheriff's deputies and county health workers tried barging into. A packed business meeting to shut it down, only to get chased off by the mob. So, the sheriff and these health authorities come into this business. Go ahead and play this real quick, because they—you uh, don't have to play the whole thing. But um, go to about halfway through, and then we'll, we'll right there. There you go. They start chanting. They, so they come into this business, and get out. But look, they, they force them out of this building. And they, they sat there standing, or they uh, they stood there, and they were talking like... Yeah, see, they're saying, okay, now... What? He said something... Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, okay, well... That's why, remember I told you that they were saying that, man. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, so anyway, they're they're pushing back. People are pushing back, and they're getting sick of this bullshit. Okay, but I want to be very fair on this one because uh, I am a, I'm a supporter of police department. Okay, I think there's some crooked ass. cops. I am to an, to an extent. Yeah, I'm, I think there's crooked ass cops. Um, I think in, in general the idea of them are good, and I got to say that they, they didn't. It doesn't look like they were. Hey, back the blue when the blue backs you. That's what I got to say. Well, yeah. And then, okay. Yeah, sure. But I'm saying power of the people. Yes, I'm just saying. It, we've seen a lot of articles about this, and nobody's really said. I know they're like they pushed the cops out. The cops kind of walked out. And they didn't. They weren't being rude. I don't. I didn't see the yeah. cops being rude. Yeah. Listen, they have a job to do. They have people telling them what to do. And I and we've seen it all over the country where cops show up and they say, "Hey guys, I know this is uh you're having a protest, and uh, keep going. I'm not gonna, you know, like some cops have to go out and do what they're told, but it's how you handle it. And they went. They said what they had to say, and they left because no, they at know the, at the beginning of that they actually said they needed them to close. Yeah, they were getting uh, and they're like, "No, we're not closing." I get it. Like but you're what I'm saying property. is is. It's what we were talking about earlier, okay, with Jay. They can say a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. They can say, you can't do this. But when you go, what if I do? What are you going to do? You know what I mean? We talked about with Lexi's, like, liquor license. Yeah. All this shit. Yep. Threaten it. Okay, I'm going to take your your liquor license away. For sure. Okay. 
Yeah. When? Now? Or are you going to wait? And they, they walk away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of talk. These cops are going to say, guys, you got to shut this down because they're hoping that they just are like... Okay, I'm sorry. But look what happened you. at the swingers party. They shut that down. That wasn't talk. They should have kept fucking. That's <laughs> what my point was. They should have <laughs> been like, hold on a second. That, not- was, that was all cock, no talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's varying there's variations here. Yeah. Okay. So. Try to separate me. Separate me. Please. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, You're like geez. a chihuahua. <laughs> I'm engorged. I don't think so. <laughs> oh. My point is is listen, if you're in the right. Yeah. If you're on your property, you're in a private business, yeah. and they come in and they say, you got to do X, Y, and Z, and you yeah. say, no. Yes. Do they have a warrant? Do they have a reason? And if, you know what? If you get arrested, this is how the system's supposed to work. Get arrested. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in handcuffs and say, hey, but take pictures. Lots of pictures. Check this shit out. Right? Go to jail. Get out on bail. And then sue the fuck out of every one of them. That's what we have to do. Yeah. That's what we have to fucking do. Yeah. We, we can't bend over. We, we need to. We can't take it like the the, the the nightclub for 50 bucks. Can't just take it in the rear. No. You got to stand up. Because you guys, small businesses, and I really, we, we got to do a live on IG or just something. We're working on something. Yeah. So for small businesses, I think that this is their last push to eradicate them. Because I, I'm serious about this. If you get rid of the small business... You become dependent on who? The government. The big business, which is, I mean, like Jay I think was the saying. the government more. Well, the Jay, Jay was saying it, it's the same thing. It's already owned. It's synonymous. Like the, the lobbyists and the advertisers, they're already entwined. So it's kind of like a deep, there's deep roots there that are already. The gov- I'm saying that I don't, I don't personally think that box stores, like that big Amazon, I don't think that's the drive for me seeing that. I think they know how vast the immigrants own yeah, yeah. a lot of businesses. Uh, average American people in bars and taverns and burger joints, and if they can, they can mandate that because of this good reason. They're killing a lot of money. They're making people. I've heard. I told you, universal basic income. But yes. Yeah. Yes, because I think what they're doing is they're saying, "I've heard this. I heard it today. I heard it today ten times, at least ten times." Like, I really hope we get that check because well, I'm really struggling. And if you lose your business, you're going to be on welfare. Yeah. Because think, Trump knocked that fucking. He knocked those welfare checks down a lot. You know what I'm saying? He he got down. People were getting jobs. They weren't relying on the government. For sure. Got to yeah. get them back on the tip. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. they're thinking. Well, and AOC was already pushing for people to start getting paid to stay home. Yeah. For, yeah. for this COVID crap, right? Yeah. So she's already in, like opening the door yep. as far as planting the seed for UBI. Yep. And they're setting the grounds so that in 10 years they can go, it worked. Look at yeah. guys. I mean, we, we were able to do it, and it worked. Now, I said UBI, not UTI, because we were just talking about a sex party. Okay? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm not talking about a urinary tract infection. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. So other people are fighting back against this. So we have Californians revolting, and they revolted pretty hard, dude. This, mm-hmm. this was pretty cool. They went to Gavin Newsom's home in defiance, and they were outside of his house. And I think that, where was this at? Um... I'm not sure exactly where this was, but there's there's videos all over Twitter. Um, I think if you scroll down, you can find somewhere where it says somewhere. Blah. But check, let's play this video. So this is a Kitty Shackleford. So outside of Gavin Newsom's home, protesting curfew. Yeah, because he implemented a 10 p.m. curfew, dude. I mean, 
Does COVID know when to not infect people yeah, after 10 p.m.? The point yeah, there was a tweet for I can't remember his name. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He was just like, man, I'm so glad I made it at 9.58 so I didn't get COVID. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, woo. But that's the same thing with school closures, right? We have to close the schools down. We're dealing with that right now. Yeah. We have to close schools down, but we can wait till two, a week or two. Yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this video is any good. I haven't watched any of these, but oh, there's uh, a lot of people out there. I like that. I watched some of them, dude. There's one where there's a mask burning party, and uh, wow, I want to join that because I want to burn my mask. Just so play that. Play that one with the, all the, the people. One? No, go down one more. One more. One more. All right, try that one. There's Ooh, a, lot of, a lot of people yeah, standing around. Okay. What, what's going on here? Better be a rock concert. I think you can make it full screen. We are officially defined. Oh, that's at 10 o'clock. Curfew orders of Gavin Nazi Gruesome. Nazi Gruesome? There's quite a few people there. Yeah. You know what's sad? We have probably over 300 people here. Okay. Oh, yeah. USA. USA. You know what the saddest thing is? It's almost like, I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but it's almost like they're children. Like, we made it till 10. Yes, <laughs> fuck mom, dad, dad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you remember when your yeah. mom's like, you got to be in bed by nine, but you stayed in your room and you were quiet and you did shit and you're like, I don't even fucking know. Like, yeah. we shouldn't be like that. You should be able to stay up till one, two, midnight, all night. I don't really give a shit. Uh, yeah. Why yeah. 10? Yeah. And he's out partying with, uh, you know, medical people. This is going until like wee hours of the morning. Good. They need it. Uh, listen, he needs to see it. You can't just apologize, man. I'm so sick of these Democrats who are coming out and they're doing all the shit. Well, yes. And, um, we just got a DM. I just sent you guys the text, and it was about Kate Brown. Kate Brown implemented that freaking um, people spying on each other, yeah. like your neighbors saying, yeah. "Okay, it's just like the noise ordinance." Okay, if your if your neighbors being loud or now or loud after a certain hour, you can do the same thing. Call us if you see a party or if you see more than six people in the house, because we need to know. Okay. They actually put uh, a complaint form up online that people could fill out for that, and they had to take it down because one person went on there and filled it out like a bunch of times as a complaint against Governor Brown. Governor Brown. Yes, and <laughs> you know, uh, I think it was De Blasio had the same thing a while back, and people were going like, "Fuck you, De Blasio! De Blasio is a piece of shit." Um, I want to stick a stick up your ass like stupid stuff, you know, just like making fun of them. Dude, I, I was just watching videos with my wife and I was like, look at look at these. And they were older, but it was like the parade and Blasio is walking down the center of the parade and he's all like eh, waving and people are like, fuck you, man. Yes. You fucking pussy. Like just yelling. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, Jesus. And it was every, like, I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah. A vast majority of people were like, boo. They won't be able to. Fuck you, you piece of shit. And they're all. They all have they accents and shit, it. so you can sound cooler. <laughs> they won't you be able the, to walk in the streets. The man. New York accent, you you can do that one well, dude. It's uh, you know, I believe that by the end, this or like when this is all done, and I'm crossing my fingers on that. I'm hoping, right? These people will be, you know, Game of Thrones, the shame yeah. bell scene, the shame bell. It's going to be like that. I have no idea. I don't think they're going to be naked, but I think that there's going to get a lot of feces thrown their way. Uh, some some cow pies. Definitely about you, because that's your thing. That's my thing, dude. I, I sling my poop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want to say, on our, our last slinger. episode, we talked about this shit. Remember, we were talking about the in China, the, yeah. sc- the scale, the system, yeah. the uh, credit. And social, I, I said that. Social credit score. That's system. the one thing I'm telling you is going to be a huge aspect of this whole fucking plan, is the idea that people are going to be narking on other people. <clears> and they yeah. need it. They have to have it. 
And so the idea that Kate Brown came out and did that and said, like, if you got to tell your neighbors, you got to do what you got to do for safety. Yeah. And people will. And that's the saddest part is people fucking will. They think that they're righteous. Dude, we, we see it on Yelp, right? Yeah. They do it for businesses and they go, how dare you? I walked into this business and they weren't wearing masks. Okay. It's people like you who are spreading this freaking disease and blah, blah. Yeah, I want to. I actually want to say a shout out real quick, or say something real quick. Yeah, we've had Lexi on here, Lexi's Pizza on here, Bridget, Bridget from Lexi's. Pizza. I just totally botched that. <laughs> we've had Bridget from Lexi's Pizza on here, yeah. which we always wear their caps. We're a big fan. I yep. mean, their pizza's great. She's a fucking patriot. She's a patriot. She's yep. awesome. And she was like, you know, messaging us, and she was saying that you know somebody had reviewed her business, Lexi's Pizza Pub, with a one star because apparently people weren't wearing masks inside, and they felt necessary to rate it at a one star and. Yeah. We all know what one stars are like. That's not that's not fun. So, listen, we're trying to come up with stuff that we can help businesses. We need to. Like, do some kind of drive, a t-shirt sale, like, donate money, help, right? Yep. But what you can do right now is, in your community, or even if you want to do it for Lexi's Pizza, that'd be dope as fuck. Go on Yelp, find them. They're in Lexington. Five-star review, baby. You can look up Longview, Washington and find them. But give them reviews. Yeah. Help or, them out. Or go buy their freaking pizza, the Kokomo. <laughs> Go, yeah, buy a t-shirt from like, but I'm saying do that for your community. Oh yeah, you know, I, we got people all over the world here, but like really, really go out there and understand that these people are not only dealing with financial issues where they get shut down and they they don't know what they're gonna do. Yep, but they're dealing with assholes who are reviewing them with one stars, which is only hurting them even more. Absolutely. So the more that you can go out there, if you love a place and you like what they represent, make sure that you go on there and you fucking five star every single one of those places. And you put a comment about how dope they are. And go <clears throat> support them. Buy their shirts. Buy yeah. their, if they have merch, buy their shirt. Go yep. buy a pizza. Go buy a sandwich. It's because, because so it, crucial. If, well, if they fail, we're going to what? <clears throat> Become dependent on somebody else. And once those dependencies are locked in, they can take them away. Yeah. And that's what I'm afraid is going to happen is they're going to get us a, a dependent on these systems, these various large branch chain you know, superstores. Yeah. And then they're going to pull the plug on them. Yeah. It's just like the the um, social credit app, right? If if you have your digital currency, and that's what Jay was saying, is they're going to implement digital currency. Yeah. So you take away mom and pop stuff. Okay, everybody needs money. They're going give to you, give you a card with that money on there. Okay, that's the only way you can spend it. They're not going to give you cash. They're not going to put cash in your bank account. No, 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 no. They're going to have its own account that they can monitor, and then you can go spend that accordingly, or they can take it away. Well, I guess we're going back to old school trade. You know what I'm saying? Barter, barter. Yeah. Gold. Here's the here's the, here's the idea. hunting Here, again. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You want a fucking deer leg for that fucking? I almost went and bought a hunting rope. rifle today. Okay. Yeah. A what? Well, go with hunting me. Rifle. Go yeah. with me. Yeah. I, I need one. My, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My point. Like, here's the deal. If people just stopped doing this, they can't control that, right? You saw, oh. you showed a video of the police. Yeah, you yeah. showed that a group of people that says no, we will not do that. Yep, they leave. Okay, I'm not saying it's going to be like that every case, but if people just went out and ate, they're open. Pret- like, pretend like the governor's executive order is some. It's a piece of toilet paper. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like these businesses, there are businesses open right now. Yeah, and they're not with, shutting down with the limitations they have. They have limitations. But so. what, can I ask you a question? What if what if five thousand? What if we could? I'm not saying we could, but what if we could get five thousand people? We went downtown Portland, five thousand people, 
And we did, we went down to the most popular street, 21st, 23rd Avenue. There's tons of fucking cafes, tons of fucking great food down there. Great food. And we said, all right, everybody go 30, 40 people to each restaurant. Just just go and knock on the door and be like, we all want to come in and eat. We want to come in and eat at your restaurant. Yeah. And we'll, we'll pay you. We'll buy everything we can. Uh, we can't. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they going to say that? Yeah. A lot you of them think? would. A lot of them would. They'd be like, we'd get our, our license taken away. But now is a different game. <clears throat> That's why I'm saying there has to be like a coalition. The, the small businesses need to come together and join up. And they, they literally need to. Yeah, I mean, we're not like small restaurant business owners. So it's like we don't know how that works. It, exactly. Yeah. But, but there has to be something. But has to be something. you're going to die as a, you know, theoretically as a business, you're going to fail. You're so what do you have to lose, man? If you don't fucking heat in my throat's all fucking. Aging now. <laughs> but but that, you're right. That, that's my thing. I, I'm just saying, like, as a community. Yeah, we have to like we can't just bow down to this kind of stuff. Like we have to do whatever we can. Like it's so easy. And I, I do it myself and I, I guarantee you guys do it. It's so easy to just go through McDonald's. It's so easy to go through Burger King or go through fucking Arby's or wherever it is. Yeah. And just you grab some food and you go. It's more difficult to call up your local place to be like, hey, I'd like a couple sandwiches and I'll come drive and pick that up from you. And you have to order it early and give them more time. Yep. That's hard. It sometimes. is. And, and, and you got to understand this, too, that like unlike Lexi's, for example, is a pizza place. They're used to like delivery and you're used to ordering pizza. Some of these places have never had to go. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Nobody thinks about that. These places are trying to adapt themselves to take to go orders, and it's difficult. And I'm not gonna lie, the food's not always better that way. <laughs> yeah, it it's not. Soggy. I'm just saying you have to prepare food in a certain way to make it last longer. Yeah. And these people, are, so you got to be understanding that their food might not be the same taste that you remember it, but you still have to go fucking support them because the goal is that they're gonna open back up someday and you get to go enjoy it with your family again. Right? Yeah. So we got to do something. Yep. If you guys got ideas fucking shoot them our way we're we're rattling off ideas like what can we do you guys honestly and it this is just speaking off the cuff we might do it might not i'm thinking about just simple things right yeah. like right <clears> off the bat if it has to be a gofundme i don't know but gofundme is a piece of shit too they can pull your you know yeah. the plug on anybody there's a lot of problems with it there's uh setting up just a massive shared google doc where people can go and put their their name their business, where people can go find them, how they can support them. I actually like that idea. I we like can put that idea. on our website. Yeah, if any of you guys are business owners, send us a DM with what, what your business put is. Put it right? on the, the front page. Yeah, the problem is, is like when you're, when you're like, you know, we had the idea of like creating a shirt or something and selling it through Teespring, getting get money and all that money, would all of it would that we earn would go towards businesses. But then it's like, how do you pick? How the fuck do you pick when there's, you know, yeah. even in our followers, there's probably thousands of fucking business owners. Yeah. It, it's hard, but there has to be a good way where, if we can make a document of all the businesses or if you guys have a family member that has a business, a local business struggling, we make a big ass list and all of our followers can see that list and go to those businesses and give them five star reviews and, yeah. and just boost them. However, you can help donate a little bit to them, buy some food if they're in your area, yeah. buy a T-shirt. For, like, listen, I think it's a good start at least. I mean, but yeah, if you guys got a better idea, I'm down to here. Yep. Yeah. Email us, you guys. If you have yeah. a good idea, email. Yeah. So uh, pardon my American podcast at Gmail. I don't know, man. I just... uh it, this is the these like literally this is the backbone of our country. It is, and it can't go away. And it can't go away. It's it's going to be devastating if it does. Well, um, <clears throat> that's why I'm hoping Trump wins because Trump and his lawyers, boy oh boy, <laughs> did they have a meeting right on Thursday? They came out. Rudy Giuliani, he sweat a little bit. And it was brown sweat, dude. I've never <laughs> brown? seen I've never seen brown sweat before. That was, that was straight black sweat. 
Well, apparently he was using some sort of hair dye. I don't know, but um, it was a little little hot in the in the uh, the room, and his, his sweat was yeah. So his his hair dye was bleeding down his face, right? And it, that became the story, and that's what everybody was. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he was, the, it was so hot in there. Look at this fool. The focus left the actual press briefing, what yeah. they were talking about, and everyone focused on this. Does that sound familiar, dye. Chris? Oh, like kind a of, fly. Kind of like a fly. Yes. Yeah. The devil fly. So did you guys rewatch it? Do you think it looks fake? Because my wife thought it looked fake, dude. I, I didn't think it looked fake. I don't know. And now, now, because he would have mentioned something. He would have came out and be like, that's absolutely fake. You know, yeah. we have our own camera crew. and It's real. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, but my point is, is who the fuck cares? But that, that's what it is. It's a, it becomes an optics game because how, how embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. You have this guy, like, wiping his forehead. Yep. He's fidgeting in the background. Look at him. He's, like, just so disheveled. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yes, the fuck he does, you guys. Go watch the damn thing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He knows the shit. He lays it all out. It's very substantial. And, my God, Jenna Ellis, she's blowing it out of the water, dude. She is... So you know how you were saying uh, Sydney Powell is a little timid. I mean, she has the quiver. Yeah, I got voice. a lot of flack from that. I think people took it the wrong way, bro. Well, I know what you're saying. It's like you need someone with some gusto. You know, you wish she was a little bit more. But that's that's what propaganda. And that, you know, the, it, it goes both ways. Where you can have somebody come out and they can you know look good, sound good. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Sure. But that it, you can introduce a lot of propaganda that way. Because people see that, and it's a psychological appearance. You go, oh, this guy's fortified, and he's strong. Yes, he knows what he's saying. And he's, yeah, I mean, I don't even want to jump on that train, because clearly yeah. I can't describe what I was trying to say, but that's okay. I, I, I was just saying, like, I think you have to show confidence. And sometimes yeah. I feel like when I listen to her, she's rattling off a lot of great stuff or great-sounding stuff. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. But the reason that Rudy is so effective is that he literally drips confidence <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you you call that effectiveness uh, i call it effectiveness you call that effectiveness yeah i don't think so dave i don't know i call that uh old man syndrome okay yeah, it could be he just is confident i believe when rudy's saying something i believe that well so i think jenna ellis so that's where this is where i was going yes. i think she might be that kind of cannonball effect that you're looking for as far as kaylee McEnany, man yeah strong woman yep I'm just saying, like, you, you can't rattle her. And I think that's that's what makes her so fucking believable. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And so <clears throat> they came out um, and they had that, that you know, basically they, they laid everything out on the table, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have an article about it, but they laid everything out and we'll see where it goes. But it's damning. What they're what they're implying is that this is a worldwide global system mm-hmm. that it, it's a cabal, as you will. I mean, it's a big conspiracy to influence the direction of every single election. Yep. Period. That's it. Yep. It's you have you have selections, not elections, and you have the ability to prop up whoever you want to be in the position of the newly elected whatever. And so that's where you, you get, you see these movements, right? We were just talking about it with Jay yellow vest, Hong Kong protests everywhere. Remember that? Yeah. So you're seeing the population doesn't jive with the elected official. Yeah. You're saying there's Biden's like what? 19 million followers to (laughs) Trump's 84. Well, you see four people in a lawn chair, right? On a, on a lawn meeting with Biden. Meanwhile, Hello, yeah. hundreds of thousands of people going to see Trump. 
And it, it just, the population does not jive with the elected officials. Yep. How can you see this massive swell of pushback from the population and then over and over and over again, you see these far left radicals get appointed? No. Yeah. There has to be something to this. Silent majority. It could be, dude. Yeah, there's a silent left. The Democrat silent majority. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm joking. <clears throat> um, have you listened to some other people's point of views on what they said during that? Kind of speech deal, Sidney Powell and all that. Yeah, yeah, the Tucker Carlson. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm not even saying Tucker. Tucker's technically on the right leaning, but have you listened to leftist point of views on it, like what they're saying about it? Like specifically, like there's no evidence and all this. Well, stuff? I mean, what I'm what I've heard people say was they're spitting off all the same kind of uh, you know conspiratorial nonsense that Anons are saying. It's it's literally like regurgitating the same shit. We haven't heard that before, or we've heard that all before. There's no evidence. I mean, you can say, like, I got it all, but there's nothing to, you know, and that was the Tucker deal, right? Tucker apparently wanted a little bit of juice. Yeah. Um, and I get why they're not. Well, I I think I'm just asking, what, what, what do you think of that? Because I think sworn affidavits are evidence. They're admissible in court. And yeah. so are statistical analyses such as, like, the, uh, what is it called? The, the something, like... The Borstead equation or whatever the fuck it was called with the it, I don't remember the exact name. you know the the sloped yeah. um, distribution that is allowable in court so I don't get it I don't understand like with this whole like the no evidence and they even said it during that press conference Jenna Ellis came out and goes I already see what you guys are planning you're going to say that there's no evidence meanwhile Rudy Giuliani was up here sweating his ass off literally. Yeah. Showing you, we have sworn affidavits. I think one was from an ex-marine. Yeah, I think I think what a lot of people are concerned with, which I'm not, but I think what if you notice how the media takes this, they say no widespread evidence or like fraud, no widespread fraud. Yeah, because in order for it to be widespread, it would have to be conspiratorial. People, well, there would have to be a person, you know, kind of backing this. Yeah, and. And to be fair, there are certain aspects of what they've said that is probably local people just doing shit to fuck with the election. Yeah. But there's a ton of evidence as well that says that this is a coordinated bigger event, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's I, I think for me, like I like hearing what they have to say. I like hearing the rebuttal to what is being said. And to be fair, like they haven't released any. I mean, they haven't. They've said a lot, but they yeah. haven't released a lot. I think the best thing that we can do is if you have confidence and you just be patient, which we clearly are good at because yeah. we've been doing this for years. But I'm saying they're not they're going to go to court, man. They're not yeah. going to release this stuff before they go to court. So here's what I think is happening right now is why. So why even come out? Why even have this press conference and say that you have all this stuff and not deliver it? Why? Do you know why? Have you thought about why? Preparation. No. It's what is what is Trump the best at doing? Exposure. He's he's good at exposing the fucking the deep state, dude. Okay. Fauci, Bolton, McMaster, or uh, yeah. um, Mad Dog Mattis. You know yes. what I mean? So he's. They come out. They say we got all this stuff. Now you see who's reporting to say. Ah, I don't think I believe her, dude. You're kind of exposing people to say, okay, well look. These people are questioning it. These people are questioning it. Not that questioning it is bad, because I totally get where Tucker's coming from. I, I would do the same thing, dude. I would be like, 
show us, man, because yeah. we're willing to fight for you. We're going to give you the whole show, and you can get a lot of fucking eyeballs on this because Tucker's, what, number one in the world? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know about the world, but the uh, it's you're you're opening it up to see who is going to talk smack, and we've seen Fox Fox News, right? They're already kind of turning the cliff on this. They're not really going along, and they they're already saying President Elect Biden, uh, you know, here he's he's going on Tuesday to visit with blah blah blah. And why isn't Trump meeting with President President Elect Biden? He's just making this abrasive, and he's 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 in denial. That kind of stuff, dude. Yeah. So, could be exposure. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth exposure. I mean, I think a lot of people already think that. I think a lot of people. I mean, we utilize Fox for different things, but I think. I mean, we've seen it in our comments. Like, guys don't trust Fox, but we don't. Well, so here's what happened, though. You had how many millions of viewers leave Fox? Sure. That's not worth it to you. But that wasn't. Yeah, I. I don't know that's that, a mass I'm, awakening right there, right? Yeah, but I that had nothing to do with that was more that they were siding with Biden. I get you. About the, the it, well, it didn't have to do elect. with the, that's not that really didn't have anything to do with this. There, yeah. Listen, the the truth is is there's there's some some pieces there. They probably have a hell of a lot more. They do. Yeah. But they can only show so much. They can only show so much of their hand, right? They don't want the the enemy to prepare for what they have. I mean, we've talked about that before. If they come out and they say, this is who we got, evidence can be taken away quickly. Yeah. Oh, they shit, they got that? Fucking wipe that shit. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So they don't want to do that. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, you, you have to understand that like until something happens or it's in court and we see those documents... It's all it's all hearsay. It's all hearsay, yeah. and you can you can all sit there and say like, you you know, get on the uh, it's a plan, trust a fucking plan, you know, yeah, plan, sure. plan, 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 yeah. plan. Listen, I get it. I, I fucking get it. I trust Trump. I don't fucking give a shit about Q personally. <laughs> I like what he says. I like I, I, there's aspects, but I trust. For me, I trust Trump. I like the I like what he is doing. Yeah, because he's real. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a. I see him. He's real. He talks. I see it. So that's what I'm saying. I like that. And I think that Trump is not going to give up. I think Trump has many paths to victory with this. Yeah. And that's all I give a shit about. I don't care about like Durham. Oh, okay. What what, what about Durham? What about him? Yeah. Where is the Justice Department? I'm just saying. Damn. At this moment in time, this is what I was kind of going with a couple of days ago. We just let it happen. It'll. This will happen. Mm-hmm. It is scary. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't want a Biden presidency, yeah, bro. No one does. And honestly, he could become president. He could. He could. And well, I don't like that at all. Let's be real. It would be Kamala. It will be Kamala. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I don't like it. But to sit there and say it's not going to happen is foolish. It's foolish. No, yeah. It, you gotta... it, could, it could happen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fighting for Trump because I don't want him. That's why I was saying before, I, I hope it wasn't a little too like late. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, hope the, I hope the plan works in the sense that like. They could have done something about this before and prevented it and not have to get this. Because if you're not there, it's kind of like that censorship. Okay, if you don't have a platform, it means nothing anymore. Yeah. Because you don't have anybody to talk to. It's better to have a platform and do what you got to do than to not have any form of speech. Like, to get your message out. Yeah. I mean, what if I can't say Q-A-N? Oh, you know, if I can't, I can't, we have to say yeah. 17. Okay, whatever. 17. Well, um, I do here. I'm I'm sending Chris uh, an article because I want him to open it up here. Um, 
I do want to play something really quick that something that Lynn Wood said. Okay. And I made a little post about it. Yeah. Um, but so it's in our email, but we're in a different account right now, Chris. So this, the article that Lynn, that I'm referring to is already pulled up and Lynn Wood at the very end of this is actually talking about stuff that the, the 17 has been referring to. And, And like you're saying, it's all hearsay. But I haven't heard a Trump lawyer come out and say this. So for me, it's a little fascinating to, to actually have somebody in the legal realm coming out and fortifying this idea that there's satanic pedophiles and there's a other shit going around, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll, we'll see it. You'll believe it when we see it. But it's it's to me, it's it's a move in the right direction. That okay, now we're seeing, and in why? Why would he come out and say that? Dude, listen. Is can, he? Can is I give he, you my? Can I give you my opinion before we read this? Yeah. What's the? Are video? you a Trump supporter? I am. I'm a Trump supporter. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm a truth supporter. Truth supporter. And I think he. I'm just. Yeah. I support the president because I think I think he means well yeah. in most aspects. Yep. He's done well. My point is, is like, I like looking at what Seventeen has to say. I think that I think a lot of it's very strange. I think you know over the, all these years we've been talking about yeah. it. I think there's some stuff that I, I like sit down after we do this, and I'm like, man, that's fucking weird, bro. Like that's really odd. Yeah. Very very weird. And then I question it, and I, I have doubts, and there's things that happen, and I'm like, no, it didn't pan out the same way. But yeah. then everybody's like, oh, you got it's read a different way. It's just confusing. <clears throat> yeah. But as a supporter, of Trump, like that 17 is part of the package a little bit, a little bit. And so it's not shocking to me that somebody that supports the president knows about it, hears about it, has heard about it, and half and half believe and half don't. Because this week, you just literally had Sidney Powell say it, it's going to be biblical, biblical. right? And we're, we're witnessing a... Lynn, Lynn right here just says we're witnessing a great awakening. So that's, that's, you know, it's just like all that's this... 17, man. 17 was just... It was Lynn. The whole time, <laughs> yes, it's Lynn Wood, and it's it's what's her name, uh, Sydney Powell, and it's Code Monkey. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't military; <laughs> it was literally lawyers. Ooh, dude. Ooh. Here's my deal, though. Like, I, 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 when this kind of stuff pops up with this article that you're getting ready to read here, it's when it a, pops up, I go like, oh, that's funny, that's weird. Yeah, he would use that terminology. But then again, I'm like, but you're you're not really taking it any farther than we've been exactly, saying for exa- exactly but, years. But it's getting it out into. It's on Gateway Pundit, bro. It's not on a fucking Chan board. That's what no. I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Sure. Ultimately, it's sure. taking it to the next step, and it's getting people more involved with it now. Okay, well, what? Sure. Like he's coming out saying every lie will be revealed. They're going to be shocked at the level of pedophilia, satanic worship. What the? F- what's he talking about? But like you're saying, that's where it ends. Zip. Oh, well, okay. And, and like, and listen, there's. There's Anon supporters everywhere. There's 17 supporters everywhere, man. It's not some like underground, like low thing. No, no, no. And and I'm not saying it is. I know, no, I know, I know. I'm saying that there's multiple factions of like massive supporters to mild supporters to like, eh, maybe. uh, I'm not talking about support. I'm just talking about this is a coincidence that kind of ties it that it's not just, yeah, it's not fake. I don't know if it's fake or, you know what I mean? But I don't think it proves that it's fake or not fake. It's just more more real. It's, then, well, no, it's tied. It's, it's a, tied together with his team now, guys. We just said this. This dude, Lynn Wood, is just a dude. 
He's just a fucking dude. He's a he, badass lawyer, bro. Yeah. Oh, cool. There's badass chefs. But I mean, I'm, my okay. point is, I, what I'm saying is, yes, he's in the limelight right now with a whole bunch of different shit, and he's good. He's yeah. good. But I'm saying that he's a guy. He's a guy, and he's a I guy know. that who I know watches and does the same stuff we do, and looks at stuff, and and God bless him if he if he looks at Q and he's like, yes, I this is makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know. No, if no, he I'm looks just saying. I'm just saying, like he might look at the same shit that that. The fucking Q team was looking at too. That's Paul. Yeah, it's Paul. It, he might have known nothing an, about it. It's an open end book. Yeah, and we don't know. But okay. my point is, is that like it's not shocking that a person on the right, yeah, would know about it and understand it and have dived into it at some point. And I think it's easy to believe it because I think there's so much evidence that shows that it's it's a real thing, dude. Yeah. Well, anyway, you guys can go watch the video. I don't know if we want to play it. It's like a minute long. Just we don't it. play it. Do it. Okay. I don't know. Okay. About the use of discernment. So they'll understand more than what just they see at first glance. Hmm. So the Supreme Court's being aligned. The Department of Defense was recently realigned so by the president. This is a, Take a, a look at who he put in place. From Cyber terrorism and a terrorism expert. As I said, look at what he did in 2018 with the executive order to deal with foreign interference in our national elections. I think, listen, in a perfect world, uh, I'd like to see John Durham's report come out and people go to jail. I'd like to see the truth told about Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian Maxwell, and I'd like for a lot of people to go to jail. Yes, yes. I'd like to see what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'd like to see those people go to jail. Yes, yes. I'd like to see what's on... Um, on Anthony Weiner's laptop, I'd like to see a lot of people go to jail. And then when we get to the final phase of the election fraud, I'd like to see a lot more people go to jail. The one thing I will say, there'll be an intermingling. There'll be people going to jail, I believe, who are involved in all of those or some of those same uh, investigations. So there is potentially a great awakening. The truth has to come out. Yes. I believe it will. I, I, I do not think that you can hide the truth. I do say it, and I believe it. Every lie will be revealed. This country is going to be shocked when it learns the truth about who's been occupying the Oval Office for some periods of years. They're going to be shocked at the level of pedophilia. They're going to be shocked at what I believe will be a revelation in terms of people who actually engage in satanic worship. Okay. Recognize without the. So that is that. It's weird, man. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's it's related to the the yeah. 17, but it no no I don't really fits care the that mold, it, man. Yeah, no, I don't. That's not the point. I don't really care that it is or isn't. Dude. I think it's great. I, th- I think the whole movement's great. I've said it a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. I think what it's about is excellent. Yes, it's excellent. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Let's keep a let's keep a modest perspective on it. No, are you guys picking up a uh, an echo? I'm getting an echo right now. I don't know. No, it's, it's I am not getting an echo. Okay. Right now. Just wondering if anybody else hears that. Is there an echo? Echo. 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 <laughs> anyway. No, I just, I, what I want to see is, is everything you said. Epstein, the, the freaking laptops, emails. Yeah. Let's see it. Dude. I want to see, I want to see prison time. This is what I was going the other day. I want to see people go to jail. But I think this, uh, this voting thing is, it's getting in the way. So we got to, we got to, not getting in the way, but we got to, we got to handle this, right? Yeah, yeah. Because this is now coming out. And this is probably, I guess, where we'll we'll end this, right? Because this is where it's going to 
to me, this is where it's going. The Supreme Court. Yeah. You don't know? No, I no, I you think, think it I is? I think there's multiple paths and it's definitely one of the paths. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that you're going to have all these lower courts deny and they're going to not deny any further investigation and it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Now, look what the Supreme Court has done. They unveiled a new circuit assignment for justices. Mm-hmm. And the breakdown. And so, essentially, when you have these lower courts deny further investigation, you can appeal. And based on who is assigned, the appealment will go to a certain judge. Yep. So, the the map is broken down here. If you scroll down here. Oh, so this is the map. Um, if you scroll down, I think this tweet describes... Uh, actually, let's go. let's go back up. So you can see the section, the maps all sectioned out. You have like the West Coast and then you have like Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and then you have Texas, Louisiana. I mean, it's basically broken down into various groups of states, right? Yeah. Now, where are the battleground states and who gets assigned to those? The the states that are in question right now, right? The major swing states. Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, yep. Pennsylvania. Arizona. So scroll up and you can read who's assigned to those. Now look at this. So the first district, Stephen Breyer. Okay. So that's Maine, Massachusetts, blah, 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 blah. Don't really care. Second, Sonia Sotomayor, Connecticut, New York, Vermont. Okay. Those are going to go blue. The third circuit, Samuel Alito, Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia Island. Okay. Big win. Big win. Supposedly. We'll see. Okay. The Fourth Circuit. Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, West Virginia, Virginia. That's John Roberts. Okay? Those are all going to stay blue. The Fifth Circuit. Samuel Alito, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas. The Sixth Circuit. Brett Kavanaugh, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio, Tennessee. Michigan. Okay. Right? The Seventh Circuit, Amy Coney Barrett. She has Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin. (laughs) The Eighth Circuit, Brett Kavanaugh, Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota. Ninth Circuit, Elena Keegan, Alaska, Arizona, California, Guam, blah, 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 Oregon. The states are never going to move. You know what I mean? Like, so Arizona is probably going to stay blue. Nevada, probably going to stay blue. We'll see. We'll see, though. We'll see. We shall see. Gorsuch gets Colorado, Kansas, New Mexico. Right. And Oklahoma, Utah, Wyoming, 11th Circuit. You got Clarence Thomas. He gets Alabama, Florida, Georgia. Boom. Georgia. Right. And yeah, so we'll just see. We'll see where these go. But the states are all divided. Right. They're all divided. They're all subcategorized. Yeah. They're given to judges. The big idea was that the, 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 the states that we're having the problems with right now or that Trump is really fighting in right now are going to pro are going to pro Trump people. Well, supposedly. They're going to pro um, constitution judges. <clears throat> yes. Cons- conservative ish ish. You know, you can call I mean Kavanaugh has his Fourth Amendment Dude, flaws. Everybody listen, they yeah. all have different things. But the point is is they've worked with the Bushes on their issues with Florida. Yeah. Florida. Right? Oop. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Uh, but they, they, you remember uh, Thomas, like Clarence Thomas? Yes. I mean, Biden grilled him, bro. Yeah. 
And that, that was like a. I actually saw that video and watched it, and I was like, "Uh oh, yeah." I was like, "That's not good." It's gonna hold some grudge. You don't forget about that. No. Um, Kamala Harris, Kavanaugh. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like beer. I've always liked beer. What was it, Kavanaugh or Omi, uh, Amy Coney, Coney Barrett too? I still like beer. Was she involved with that one? Who Kamala? Yeah. Yeah. Point being is they They're, weren't friendly. Yeah, there might be some. Uh, they made some accusations. They weren't friendly. Yeah. And I, you don't forget that. I don't give a shit how constitutionally you are. If you, you know, if you're going to sit there and make these accusations and then fight it. Yeah. Yeah. When push comes to shove, I hope they put that fucking fist up the ass. You know what I'm saying? Be like, nah. We'll see. We shall see. Okay. It's just remember the oath. You guys got it. Trust in the judges. And that's what you're saying is it's hard to, to you know, you've seen what has happened in the past. These judges can be kind of corrupt, dude. So it's, you gotta, yeah, no, it sucks. Yeah, I just don't like putting it in other people's hands, man. Yeah. You got an all-star in Trump. Uh, This is my opinion. You got the fucking Dame Lillard in Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. You want that motherfucker taking that three-point shot when there's two seconds left. You don't want the fucking bench warmer, you know, that they could be good. I don't know. Yeah. They can grow into be something special. You don't want that guy taking the shot. Because it's 50-50 at that point. Well, Dame has put together a team. Let's just say Donald Trump put together a team. I, no, I, 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 there's a, probably a bad analogy. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I just, when that when that stuff is said, and they're like, it's going to, what you're about to see. I just, I always go to, like, you, you're a dad, and you got this three-year-old, and you're like, wait till I take you to Disneyland. It's the fucking awesomest thing. You're, and then five yeah. years later, it's like, when I get to Disneyland, it's going to be fucking sick. You're going to love it. And then ten years later, Disneyland's the fucking shit. And you're going to be like, yeah. when am I going to fucking Disneyland? Like, it sounds great. <laughs> it sounds cool. The rides sound dope. I want to get wet. But where am I, Where are we going? Or not only that, but hey, let's shut down the country for 15 days to slow the spread. Now, let's make it 30. Let's make it eight months. I'm just saying there has to be a point where it doesn't have to be all of it. And this is where I think Tucker might be a little right. It doesn't have to be a lot, but you need to something. do something yeah. to keep it going. Or people are going to go like, mm. I mean, we see your comments, bro. Half of them are like, dudes. Dave, chill the fuck out. Trust the plan, bro. Half of them are like, I see where Dave's coming from. I'm getting annoyed with this shit. And that's my that's my point. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with either of those. The, well, that's where we're at. And there's going to be, if there's not a lot of stuff coming out, there's going to be people doing something about it themselves. And that's scary. That's what it's going to come it's, down to. It's scary. Because yeah. who who wouldn't? Next right? couple weeks. You sh- I'm not the, saying It's the end all be all. Yeah. Who, who would not arm up and... I'm, no, I'm not saying, I'm not that saying we should. We, no. Listen, you should. You should absolutely defend your freedoms, your rights, your family. Yeah. I'm not opposed to any of that. I'm just saying I. I never want to see it go. Really, go to that point. Yeah, it shouldn't have to. Nope. And if there's if if there's evidence of shit, whatever it may be, out there, whether that's Gislaine Maxwell, Epstein emails, yeah, doesn't matter. If there's evidence in the system, I get it. Take your time. Do what you got to do. But you can't let that shit go unnoticed. I mean, you just can't just get swept under the rug. And I no, think I, far too many people are way too confident when our entire fucking lives we've had shit swept under the goddamn that, rug and is. now all of a sudden it's going to change. That's what it that's is. That's what my problem is. Yeah. You're way too motherfucking confident yeah. in this thing that you don't even know what it is. That's what it is. That's it, what scares me. I'm not saying it's not real. But that's it's that is where the whole seventeen thing is hard to trust, and that's that's my hard to trust is because yeah. I've been 
we've all been infringed upon. Okay, like this Jake system, this system has been corrupt from day one, yeah. and we've been there, done that too many times. Yeah, I think Jay said it best. This has been going on for over a hundred years. Yeah, and it's never going to be a quick. It's not going to just switch and be like everything's good. No, and there's I not going to be that. Corrupt people need to go to prison. That's it. Yeah. If you got the evidence, lock that fucking person up. Period. Yeah. End of story. End of story. And then we can move on. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know how that happens, but I, I'm just I'm not. I don't lack trust in Trump. I don't lack trust in the uh, I don't Giuliani. I think they got a great case. I am yep. confident that Trump's going to win this. I still believe it. I yep. still believe it. Yep. Hoping. I hope. But I just I just don't like the idea of it. I don't like the idea of going this far yeah. and not knowing what's going to happen. That's it. There you go. To the precipice we go. Yeah. I don't want a dark winter. No. That no. sounds like a new fucking Captain America movie. Isn't it a Captain America movie? I think the so. Dark Winter? I think so. I'll have to watch it. Winter Soldier? On. Yes. Winter Soldier. There you mm. go. Red face. That was Biden. Remember that guy with the red that's the guy? That's the Hydra guy, right? <laughs> Is that the Hydra yeah. guy? Yeah, it's definitely like a Skeletor Biden. Anyway, I think we're good. You guys good? Yeah. I think we're at like two hours or something. Yep. I started my vacation, so I'm all amped up right now. I'm, just, I'm really... Great episode. What do you think? Jay was good. dope, dude. Yes. A lot of information from out here. Yeah, go check out his social media. Uh, give him a like, a follow. Yes. And uh, Jay's analysis. You know, he does some good work, man. Let's do it, do it. All right, Chris, good show. Good one, guys. All right, Dave. We're a good one. We go all. <laughs> right. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. My American... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.